This podcast may contain offensive content. You have been warned. everyone and welcome to the diecast podcast happy canada day happy fourth of july and happy summer to everybody that's enjoying this wonderful wonderful weather or tremendous and humid heat if you're living in the toronto gta area oh boy uh we are a fifth edition DD live play podcast we're currently running through the tomb of annihilation two groups at the same time competing over the same resources the same guides today is a back-to-back group b adventure as we're dealing with the heist from nangalore and trying to figure out uh what to do with the black orchid now that they've brought it back to kirisabal to try and do this ceremony that will let them get to the city of omu a little bit faster uh we're also going to learn a little bit more about roe a little bit more about alethra and I think everyone's going to get a good chance to say goodbye to uh, Mercy and Dungar, unfortunately. Uh, the Breaker of Knees. How how we love you and how we are going to miss you on the adventure. Um, speaking of adventures, if you want to keep up to date with every adventure, you can follow us on Twitter at Diecast Podcast. We'd love to have you follow us along and so you can stay up to date on tweets, hilarious memes, and just sharing stories of Dungeons & Dragons. You can fo- also find us on any app that plays a podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And you can also find us on our own website at www.flyinglizardstudio.com where you can catch this podcast and our other podcasts like Talking Crit, our recap show for Critical Role. Uh, with that, it uh, with that little bit bit of an intro yeah i think we're just gonna jump right back in the group has landed back at kirsabal after infiltrating the, the hanging garden of nangalore outsmarting uh the medusa queen zalcori to steal her black orchid which was a key element in this ritual that ashara said would help her uh get the group to to omu a little bit faster so i think i think they got their their sights on omu let us jump right into it i will see you at the break Welcome to the Diecast Podcast, either episode 22 or 23, depending on how things go, because I may have to switch it around with Group A and Group B. But we are with Group B Adventures today, coming off of their second successful heist. Wait, we had a previous success? When Franklin <laughs> Oh yeah, when we first met. I don't consider that successful, because mm-hmm. I had to give back all the good stuff we got out of that. Not all the good Except stuff. Except your slippers. And the map. And the map. And Technically and Dungar. And, and, yeah, and the, you know, the dinosaur that, <laughs> that you constantly bring about. That is how we funded about. our yeah. dinosaur. So you, you, you did all right. Uh, yeah. Did you take something out of someone's It house? was a partial success. Yeah. yeah, my slippers. This was an unqualified success. You're correct. Uh, yeah, so you guys launched into the air and began your flight back to uh, Kir Sabal with your black orchid in place for the ceremony of the Dance of the Seven Winds to take place to give you guys the ability to fly. Um and because of the way things have rolled out, I'll just speed of plot you back to Kira Sabal as you land that night. When you can fly, it's amazing how much distance you can cover. Uh, but also, before we jump in, thank you for listening along. Thank you for joining us on the adventure. We hope you have fun as we get closer and closer to solving the death curse. 
Bah, bah, bah. That's a thing we can do. <laughs> Possibly. We'll find out. Well, so, we, got our, we got our top people working on it. For the Where are your top people? <laughs> One of them. Oh, yeah. what, what people? Yeah. Top people. Top. <laughs> top creatures. Top creatures. Uh, One of them. For the purposes of counting, that means that we would have like spent one day camping out, and then we would have gotten back to Kerasabal because we were like, uh, like a two-day travel, right? Between well, yeah, we had, we had to sleep on the way there, so I assume we're taking a sleep on the right, way right. back. Have we all like healed up and stuff? Yeah, or? that's yeah. why we're asking if we had a long rest. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, also, it, also not that I got touched. <laughs> also, just for my day camp, yeah. so I know. Get <laughs> 20 feet Doing away. Doing the <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> my fighting style. Don't get in a fight. <laughs> it's partly the Vondel count, and it's partly, uh... How do you spell yeah. Kyrsobel? Like it sounds? K-I-E-R-S-O-B-A-L. K-I-R-S-A-B-A-L. So, yeah. long rest. Yeah. yeah. Long rest. Long rest. Uh, yes, S-A-B-A-L, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah Skyrite was used pretty effectively there. Yeah. Ooh, you guys used Yeah, it. we actually used the Skyrite spell. <laughs> you also found a new statue at, uh, at Nangalore. The frost giant standing next to the statue right. of your... We did not free him. We learned our lesson. No. <laughs> Do not waste greater restorations Although, on frozen people you don't know. We did see frost giants earlier nearby Fort Blurian. They've gotten this far into the jungle. They must be searching for something quite important. So you're saying we could go to their boat and steal their stuff while they're not there. That was not exactly what I was saying, but uh, I suppose. Hmm. It's very far away, Durant. Oh. It's not on the way, like, to where we're going? It was on the coast you saw the boat. Yeah. It's, like, basically the opposite direction. I only really care about the opportunities that are in front of us. Well, we have quite the something to think about. Uh, Om- giants have all kinds of good stuff. Omu should be full of uh, incredible treasures. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. You never mentioned um, the incredible treasures. You just, yes, the you nature just talk- surrounding Omu. Is you talked about the incredible, incredible dangers. Uh, I, I remember that part. But uh, how lucrative are we talking, probably? Well, I mean, people haven't been there for hundreds of years. No, I think you also know it's called the that it's called the Emerald of the Jungle and was built on gemstone mining resources. Gemstones mining, you say? Well, then mm. we should bring extra bags. Let's the rape sure of the earth. <laughs> what? That's, that's, have, that's what dark. Is, you have a problem with gemstones now? The mining. Gemstones are beautiful. They are one of nature's great treasures. We should leave them where they are, in the rocks. Franklin, mining so is one of the only ways it. that terrestrial races who live on the crust of the planet can see the mysteries of the insides and its inner workings. Mm. Have you ever thought about it that way? I've been in many <laughs> caves. I didn't have to disturb rocks to get there. I didn't have to cut roads through forests to ship away my dirt. But how many beauties have you not seen because you didn't dig through the earth? Mm. Sometimes the beauty you don't see is the most beautiful. That doesn't. That literally is not what beauty means. It's that's the opposite. No. You can see it. How would you know it was beautiful? I'm afraid on this point we differ. I can feel the beauty of the earth. I don't need to see it. So can you feel where there's like say a lot of gold in the earth? I have a spell that would allow me to find gold if I needed to. Yes. Good to know. <laughs> Let's keep that one in our back pocket. I don't know if it works in the earth. Actually, I should. Do some research. <laughs> okay, well, you, you get back to me. And you know what? We should give it a test run. I will gladly help you with that. If you need any material components or anything for me to get to you, or like need me to hold a candle or something, I can do that. If it's locate object, you only get X amount of feet of stone before it just doesn't stop reading. Yeah. I could find some nearby gold. 
Is it the call with the station rod? Yeah. That's a, di- that's a different skill all, all unto itself. Okay. Also, also it had to be a specific object known to me, so like yeah. if I just say gold, it wouldn't work. It would have to be a specific Your, your gold. pocket would line up, like, oh, look at all these gold coins in there. Yeah. And no, but it would have to be a specific life. object, so it would have to be like this particular nugget of gold. Yeah. Mm. Also, if there was a lead deposit around it, you'd be extra screwed. Oh, but I could give uh, something. I could, like, feed something to a rat. And then I could follow the rat using locate object. <laughs> Just do locate creature at that point. Nah, so <laughs> uh, but you guys make it back to Kirsabal in the uh, in the let's say early evening as you as your Arakoa uh, guys drop you to the side of the of the cliff with a new uh, person. Uh, who came along for the ride? Actually, you're yeah. Pro- we came back with one more than we left with. Yeah, actually, I'd say probably say your your journey has been slowed down a little bit because you had to account for Roe. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Are yeah. you saying she's fat? No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I'm literally an extra person. Heavy? <laughs> <laughs> you're saying I am literally an extra person. That's 100 percent heavier than no person. So yeah, that's infinity percent. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. No, it's 100 <laughs> percent. Uh, you see, you see the you see the it's actually undefined. <laughs> you can see the sun beginning to All right, set. Mr. Cognitive science. All right, rope it in, rope it in. Right, so you see the sun beginning to set in the west. It's uh, your the view from Kirsabal, looking out over the jungle, the rivers, and and whatnot. Uh, as yellows and reds turn to oranges, blues, and, and violets, as the uh, the welcoming committee uh, Ashara is out there uh, with her with her guard to welcome you down. She says. Welcome back. How did how did the how did the, the mission go? It was a great success. We have retrieved the object, the so orchid, black orchid. It's excellent. Then, come morning time, we can do the the. Who, who is this? Oh, we don't know. <laughs> she's kind of a jerk. Um, you should probably keep an eye on your personal belongings when she's around because she likes to go through. That's rich coming from I mean. you, Durand. <laughs> I would never, <laughs> sir, ever read someone's personal thoughts and a collection of diary uh, musings. Several insights. Such as this person. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't do that. I have no interest in that. <laughs> okay. How would that profit me? I would steal secrets from someone and I would take a document I mean. to you sell to someone totally else. It's okay, I'm rolling insights. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose either roll deception or persuasion. I'll roll deception. Just, actually, I'll roll, uh, I'll roll uh, persuasion. <laughs> Which is not as good as my... Like the, I rolled a 20. Oh. Yeah, you believe him. Well, there are some things, at least you're predictable, only motivated by gold. Uh, <sighs> One of these days, Frank Quinn, you're going to realize, <laughs> growing up where I grew up, money is the only thing that matters, because money is survival. You can just live off the land and eat acorns, or like talk bugs into marching themselves in your mouth, or whatever you do to stay alive. I didn't have that option, okay? Mm. But I've done the best I can with the hand I was given. This dick over here, who we don't even know, interrupted a fight when we were fighting a troll, then camped with us and snuck into Alethra's diary. She did help you defeat the troll. Yes, I still wonder why we agreed to take her into our party. Oh, because we thought she'd be expendable when we were heisting the the Black Orchid from the Medusa. True. I honestly was expecting you to die. I'm saying this like, I'm not hiding this from you, I'm saying this totally in front of Mike Rose's face. We totally expected you to get stoned. In fact, we were kind of hoping it would happen. (laughs) Um... I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm actually not really paying attention to the conversation. I'm actually, uh, you know, just trying to learn to communicate with, uh, with, with Dragon Bait. <laughs> I'm just making sure he's okay. And, uh, I'm actually, like, figuring out, like, can you, can you sign? 
And I try like some sign language with dragon bait. I, you smell brimstone. I give dragon bait a look and make the smell of ham. <laughs> uh, he like shakes his head, shakes his hand at you, Fanquin, but you mm. just you definitely smell brimstone. Mm. I give him a little brimstone too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I can't remember what brimstone is. Oh well. You wouldn't know. You're different. Yeah, dragon no, bait I would know. Yeah. Uh, Okay. This is your first time. Uh, and then, kind of like as I as I realize that attention is kind of focused my way, is like, huh? What? Oh, uh, hey, I'm Rolaren. Um, I'm a bounty hunter, and uh, right now uh, we we have some common some uh, common goals. So I'm sticking around. Uh, Will you be involved in the ceremony in the morning? The what ceremony? I, I think we'll have to talk about that. I'm not <laughs> sure if we're inviting along this reader. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you love reading. I know, so I know. It's, I, not, I, it's I not really an insult. I'm sorry. Yeah, you are saying actually, it's probably more of a compliment. I know. <laughs> anyway, you have some very detailed notes. I will give you that. I am sorry about uh, about reading it without your permission, but I didn't know you, and I had to make sure that you were telling me the truth. Still give her some side eye. Uh, you see, you see, can't you just roll insight? <laughs> you see, Ashara say that. Well, What's it? Speed, speed will be will be of the of the utmost. So we have we have laid your your companion to rest in our in our temple. We have uh, companion. Yes, their companion had had fallen uh, not too long ago. So we are. They're talking about mercy. You know, our traveling companion who's now dead that you were looking for. Mm. So the body's safe. Are there any spells that I can prepare that will be helpful on this journey? I must uh, do my preparations tonight for tomorrow. What what should we face in this flying journey? She said, well, it'll take you about three or four days to get down there, depending on the weather. Mm. Uh, if, if you don't mind, uh, teacher, I would love to uh, ask some information about our destination uh, so that way I can more properly prepare. Oh, the city of Omo? Yes, she she kind of like gives like a sly smile. It's like we well, should probably ask uh, Iku about about Omo. She's probably the most experienced person about the city. Iku, have you been holding out on us? Says, no, I've not been holding out. I've just not been asked. That is true. I I, I didn't even think to ask you, Iku. My apologies. No, no apologies needed. Um, uh, you do see uh, Ashara say the one thing you do need to know though is do not fly over. Over the city, those gargoyles attack anything mm. that fly over it. They are voracious. If they deem it as a threat, they will they will assault anything in the sky. So once you get to the perimeter of Omen, please land for your own safety. That, that's uh, that's crazy here. Gargoyles, you say? The the gargoyles that attacked uh, a couple, I guess, couple nights ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah we fought ago. them on the way there, didn't we? You, no, they attacked the city. They attacked the oh. city. They were yeah, they were uh, the the scouts from Omu uh, Durand. Speaking of, do you have any, uh, when we fought the gargoyles, what I found was that my weapons were highly ineffective, but your, uh, attackers were able to chop through them quite quickly. Is there anything that you could provide to us that would help us fight the gargoyles? Well, the only thing we could really tr- give you is months and months of trainings in, in the martial arts, but aside from that... Oh. Well, I think I, she I, meant I, more like, you know, a magic sword, or like, you know, uh... Magic wand, stuff like that, right? Yes, uh, something that would overcome resistances. Well, we're we're not a complicated society. We we, we don't have much in the way of magical items. We, 
the magic we have is inherent in ourselves or in our training. So we, we could we can offer you supplies, we can offer you a restock of the, the very basics, but we only have pretty much wood and stone weapons to offer you. Very well. I I, I would love to learn more about your your martial arts, perhaps another day though. Well if you if you make it back from Omu and you've rid the, the city of evil, then we can we can definitely offer you a spot inside the monastery. So, but uh, this will be the time uh, we've we've moved Dungar up to the top of the cliff where he can where he can graze freely and be out of out of harm's way. How did you get him up there? Well, we we use magics. Oh, I thought you had some kind of like elevator. No, well, I mean magics could elevate something, I suppose, but we. We, it was it was difficult, but we we got him up there. He is safe. Uh, but this this will be your time to. Uh, well, we got to go see him. Yeah, mm. just to say, say goodbye. To say goodbye and, and say your final farewell. Not to, to say goodbye. Friends. To say see you later. But I thought he was free to be his own being and could wander into the jungle, Fanquin. He is, but we have promised him to return. He is part of our herd. Oh, I see. That is true. He, he does consider you part of the herd. Wait, he mm. talked to you too? No, I'm, as a DM saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, they could be a druid. We did not consider freeing him now, although I'm sure he would probably be very sad for that. He wanted you, to remain with the party. You, yeah, you asked him last time if he wanted to go back to the jungle, he wanted to stay with the herd. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so uh, you are show, you, if you want to go up to say, uh, to have a last moment with Mercy's body, uh, you're allowed to do so in the monastery. You have to take your shoes off. Um, and no, I'm going to go see Dunder. I'll, I'll definitely go see Mercy. <laughs> Unfortunately, you have to go through the monastery to get to the top, which means you still got to take your shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Fine. Uh, Can I wear shoes? I guess I have my mini heads sort of wrapped feet. But... No, you know what? I'm going to keep mine on. I'm going to roll stealth so that they don't notice. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be at a disadvantage because they have two guards outside the door. Fuck it. <laughs> I got a 12 and a 16, so a 12 with stealth is 17. Uh, <laughs> that is a 22. Damn. <laughs> Busted. Eagle eyes, man. All right, as soon as yeah, they spot yeah, me, these, I, like, bird men. <laughs> I sheepishly slip my shoes off and tuck them wherever the shoes go. There's a, there's a little cubby holes for uh, just inside the door. Um, but you get brought into the main area, and you can see this beautiful uh, sand design, or sand uh, uh image on the floor and in the middle of it you can see this beautiful dark oak table uh, with this light kind of uh, uh, cloth uh, shroud over top of clearly Mercy's body uh, is that you just see like this uh, little bit of like gleaming moonlight coming in through the windows and just kind of like you just see like the dust just kind of hanging in the air it's very quiet you just hear, you hear kind of like the the wailing of the wind and the creaking of the wood as, uh, as it just kind of Shifts and ease with the uh, the elements on the side of the cliff. You see, Ashara said, "Please take us take as long as you want. We we shall begin the ceremony at sunrise, which should be about five five in the morning tomorrow morning." Thank you very much, Sara. Uh, if you don't mind, I, I may come to see you later, though. She said, "Very well, very well. Just knock before you enter." Very well. Um, Lethra sort of solemnly walks slowly towards uh, the. Uh, the body, uh, and uh, just kind of like sort of make sort of a quiet prayer. She's not overly religious, but obviously uh, lives in a world where gods are distinctly real, uh, and uh, does make some some sort of prayers in her head about uh, 
uh, to her friend who uh, she couldn't save. Hmm. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> okay. I'm, kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it was a blaze of glory. Should have yes. rolled a ten. Should have rolled a ten. Yep. Even with advantage. <laughs> yeah, even with well, that just zeroed everything out. It was I obviously the one, gods' plan. One roll, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was the yeah. It was the it was the story gods, man. That's the way the story had to go. Does anyone else want to have a moment with uh, with mercy before? Thinking, we'll reach into his herbalism kit and pull out some various spices <laughs> and sprinkle them over. Is this Mercy, you fought with the strength of a bear and the fierceness of a, a jaguar, and you will be remembered for your heroism. And I'm sorry that your body was not allowed to decay naturally as it should have. The Yeriko will turn your body to nature soon, and you will once again be with the mother in her bosom. Wait, are you seasoning her? No, these are sacred herbs and spices. You're going to eat her? It is the druid secret 11 herbs and spices recipe. <laughs> what? I don't think they're going to let you eat her. I'm not no. going to... Don't, don't be ridiculous, Durant. She's not going to eat mercy. These are the this, this leaves of the sacred trees of the forest where druids are taken in my land. I have but little left, but mercy deserves to have a proper burial. Well... I agree with you. If we are unable to solve the death curse, then we should return her body. But in the meantime, maybe keeping her whole so that she, she can be resurrected more easily. Mm. Yes. Why don't you just like, cut off one of her toes or fingers? That's that, all you need, right? That's way more expensive, Durand. Oh, oh, there's like levels? Yes. There's cheaper ways? Oh, yeah. Then let's take the cheaper way. <laughs> no, I don't want to spend too much. Yeah, difference between 1,000 gold and 10,000 gold. <laughs> that's Woo. true, perhaps. She can rest here a while longer, though I am loath to play with the forces of nature, so. Those are very nice words, Fanquin. Uh, uh, I'm sure Mercy would have appreciated Yes. <laughs> yeah, you uh, did all right. Um, I'm going to go see Dungar. Mm. Oh, I should ask Dungar if he has any words that he would like spoken. I'll come with you. <laughs> Uh, Ron, uh-huh. is there anything you want to say? To yeah, that? you know what? Uh, is everyone out of the monastery yet? Or, or I see everybody. Alethra yeah, uh, 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 will stay behind for a little bit. Okay. Uh, you know what? Yeah, as uh, as these two kind of clear out, I kind of go in and just uh, walk up to the walk up to the body and kind of look at it solemnly. Yeah, it's not uh, fully covered. Like the the linen cloth is kind of like yeah. see through. You can make out her features and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's definitely mercy. Okay, so I. And you can also I guess that's that. when you finally believe us. Like, yeah. For sure. And there's very clearly like, a big <laughs> yeah. slash across right, her chest. Right. Okay. Okay, so uh, I put I stick up my arm and put it on her shoulder. Uh, um, I go, well, Mercy, uh, I hope wherever you are right now, you're relatively at peace. Seems like you had some pretty decent... Uh, uh, adventure, uh, friends with you. Uh, I hope you have the information I'm looking for. That's all I really want from you. So, Alethras uh, hears that and goes, That's all you want from her? That's all you care about, this information. Yeah, kid. I've been after it for a really long time. Probably longer than you've been alive. And that makes it right? That all you care from this, this young vital person who sacrificed her life to save her friends. That's all you care about about her. You seem to care about her pretty uh, 
uh, pretty uh, strongly. Is well, you true? would know. You did read my diary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, you should do something about the crush you have, by the way. You shut up. Do not tell him. <laughs> don't worry. He's not around. <laughs> no, I mean, ever. I don't. It's and there's good. something else that you. There's something else that you write in there that you must keep secret. And what's that? The offer that Queen Maxarame made to me. <laughs> Is it because you're considering it? No, I. I don't. She, she asked me to keep it discreet, and I would prefer to keep the Queen's confidence. Okay, tell you what, I'll make you a deal. I'll keep that to myself. You. be. 15% less abrasive. <laughs> Ten percent. Oh, now it's twenty. Fifteen percent. Sounds good. <laughs> I think you'll uh, you'll grow to like me. You know, I, I kind of grow on you like moss. That's very sticky and icky. Eh, but it's moss. I'm gonna go see Dunkar. <laughs> I give you both inspiration for the role play. Um, up on the top, uh, surprisingly, you thought you're gonna see the top of a cliff and be rocky and barren, barren and devoid of any life and actually what it is it's actually a small little kind of like a like a like an alcove of, of trees and vegetation that this is where they do the vast majority of their farming and agriculture up here because it's untouched uh predators cannot get there easily and mm-hmm. you are in direct sunlight the entire time and you get uh, weathering down it's think of it just like small little patches of of kind of like woodlots or or forest greens with like these big these not expansive fields, but large enough fields that uh, they grow grains and fruits and, and whatnot. And you can see Dengar has a, a wicker basket front him full of fruits that he's just mowing down on. <laughs> hey, buddy! Duran runs up and like gives him a hug around his giant head. Yeah, he's you're not quite sure the fruits that he's eating, but his face is a little sticky from all the the juice. Oh man! Oh, you're really going to town there. Oh man, we missed you. It's been like four days. How they been treating you? He just like stops his his feet up and down. I scratch him under the chin. <laughs> Dungar, I see you have found a good field to to graze in. Said yes, there is lots to eat here. They feed me very much. Mm, these are our friends, and they will care for you. They do. They were very nice. Getting me up here was scary, but they they helped make it easier. You're grunting in dinosaur speak, right? We mm. can't understand your side of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Dungar, I have something sad to speak with you about. It's like, oh, what is that? You remember Mercy, our friend, who was with us and who died. Yes, Dungar said. Today we have rested her in the temple and we are saying nice things about her, or nice words that we wish she could hear now, even if she may not. Do you have any words you would like me to say to her? You see him kind of like tilt his head off to the side and say, She was very nice. Yes. She treated Dungar well and her friends well. Mm. Dungar is sad she's no longer part of the herd. Mm. I will speak these words to her in the temple. Unfortunately, you cannot fit, but your words will fit, even though they are much larger than the temple. <laughs> <laughs> you see Dungar kind of like give you a confused look as he looks up at you. It's not... okay, Dungar. Thran's just listening to this, not understanding a word of it. Stamp, stamp, stamp. What's he saying? He has given me words to speak for mercy. Uh, it will go now to speak them over her body. That's uh, that's sweet. 
Yes, as you uh, walk down, Alha comes up and sees uh, with, with Robert. Or did you go up to see? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I let's say I, I tailed Lethro. I'm maybe you know I'm keeping pace behind. Yeah, I, and it's the, the the stars are falling out at night, just like a light breeze, just catching everyone's hair and clothing uh, off the side. It's a little chilly, but but nothing too bad. I uh, arrive at the temple and I go. <laughs> 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 then I bow and walk up. <laughs> inspiration. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. awarded if he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I would have called shit out again if he didn't get an inspiration. Somewhere off in the distance, I run up on the top of the cliff in the agricultural land. Just kind of hear like, this most touching eulogy I've ever heard. All the dinosaurs are weeping. <laughs> the day the dinosaurs cried. <laughs> the day the dinosaurs That's right. Such yeah. eloquence. All the dinosaur kind, Mrs. Mercy. I'll uh, I'll sketch the underside of uh, Dungar's. Uh, well, it looks like there. they're keeping him well fed. Uh, I gave hands are little stickies right. from like all the fruit juices. Uh, I, I wipe uh, it on this leather armor that I'm still wearing. <laughs> uh, Ro kind of uh, walks up to uh, to Dungar. Is like, ah, oh, hello there, buddy. Looks like you were the one I was following. And I kind of you know put my hand out like a, you know with the dog. And it's it's kind of like cautious at first. Doesn't really yeah well, animal, animal handling. Animal handling for yeah, sure. That's what this yeah. is for. <laughs> uh, do I? Oh no, I'm not trained in it, but I still have a plus. Oh. Three. It's all right. Give me a roll for it. Yeah, a ranger with a bad uh, animal. Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> you yes. see Dungar kind of like reel back a uh. bit. Um, doesn't make a swipe at you, but is kind of apprehensive towards the new person. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We're not sure if we really like her either, buddy. <laughs> smiles for sure. <laughs> okay, well, uh, okay, you may, buddy. You may I, still have kind of like that troll smell yeah. on you. Oh, is it the troll smell? Okay, I understand. Uh, I understand, buddy. Uh, we'll work on that. <laughs> and uh, I kind of, you know, I. I guess I go off and uh, enjoy the view. It is, and it is, uh, the top of the cliff is quite beautiful. You can actually see the other side of the uh, mountain range as well, out to the east as well. Don't forget, you can always cast uh, guidance on yourself with those kinds oh, of things. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to do guidance. All too right. late! Yeah, too late. Too late! Next time. Just write right. guidance in capital letters at the top guidance. of the character. Yeah, yeah. Just Look at a big neon sign. Yeah, or just always have your D4 in your hand. <laughs> just <laughs> We'll make a t-shirt for you. Always cast guidance. Always cast yeah. guidance. <laughs> uh, so, it took me some time. Oh, we can sell that. We can sell that on the website. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you guys are on top of the cliffs uh, overlooking. If you look to the west, you see jungles and rivers and stars. If you look over to the east, you see jungles, rivers, and some oceans and some valleys and some bridges. Well, I'm going to make a perception check with disadvantage because I am a human. At nighttime. Which way are you looking? Uh, I'm going to look... Uh, Towards the ocean, and I get a 10. No, sorry, I get a 9. <laughs> you get a 9? Yeah, it is... Uh, it is as described. It is as described. <laughs> a series of canopy tops. Every There's a break every now and then, but... I see yeah. a Lethra, like, looking around. I'm like, what are you looking at? I'm also going to make a perception check. <laughs> 10. <laughs> 10, yeah, it still looks what, like... Uh, what do you... What do you... It's, I mean, I know it's a lot of nature... I never thought I'd see this much nature in my entire life, honestly. It's it's pretty breathtaking, actually. Very few humans have ever seen this sight. Eh, it's okay. <laughs> be, a lot, be a lot better if there were more cities out there. Uh, well, it's, it, it's a, a place that used to have quite the empire. 
So what happened to all the people here, anyway? I don't really know. I mean, that's obviously they're zombies now, but, like, how? That's that's part of what we're here to find out. I mean, I learned that it was Raznisi who can, who, who rose and controlled all these people. But then I learned that Raznisi was a Yuan-Ti. Uh, and, and while it did maybe have uh, attachments to the undead long before, maybe forsook those gods and pursued a different path. The information is is conflicting, which is why I think we should finally get the story from Miku. Wizards, man. Well, he was a paladin, actually. What? Yeah, he was a fallen paladin of Mesro. I really haven't been paying attention. Well, make but I'm more counting notes. on you. I'm counting <laughs> on you to keep the notes and let us know what we got to do. You're you're. I don't know if you know this, Alather, but uh, you're the one the group looks to. I I, I have sort of gotten that impression. Uh, it's, it's a big responsibility. <laughs> nah, not really. I mean, if everything goes bad, everyone dies. That's what I mean. <laughs> no different than living in the gutters, believe me. Well, except for the lack of showers and baths. I oh, do yeah. miss those. Yeah, you are a bit ripe. You can you know, river right works. back at you. <laughs> I smell like roses and lavender. Just because you're half-elf doesn't mean you're... <laughs> you're half-smelly. You're half-smelly. <laughs> <You're not> half-smelly. <laughs> I always thought it was. I thought like, that was part of it. Uh, no, that's just the trancing. Uh, no, 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 you don't trance. You just uh, have fey interesty. Yep. I think we should bring uh, uh, Duran, uh, get Fenquin, and, and finally go talk to Iku and finally learn more about her. So are we sure we want to bring along this uh, bounty hunter? I'll keep you alive. from however Stop before. eavesdropping! You're creepy! You're really loud. <laughs> I'm not. I say I whisper. <laughs> <laughs> I, Wait, I should roll a perception on that. Uh, six perception. Nine. No. No, you don't hear that. Okay, you actually were quiet. <laughs> I, RPVP. <laughs> Artist said that. Uh, Roe was brave when 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 Dragon Bait Bait got caught by the Medusa. That uh, Roe's first thought was to uh, help someone else before herself. That does give me some confidence that uh, in a fight she would maybe do the same for us. Sounds like a sucker. Well, those are also useful, as we've learned. Uh, they definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers are the my main source of income. Um, Where they were back in the day. Remember when this was about dinosaur racing? <laughs> uh, I gotta tell you, Lethra, I kind of miss it. I miss Baldur's Gate. I miss running my corner game. I miss yeah. not being in mortal peril every day of my life. I agree. I, I often miss the, the time I spent in the library studying notes, collating. It was... Wow, that's just like what I said, except boring. It is. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, this Ro, is also yeah. Rope kind of kind of walks up as oh, I miss it. Rope walks up and says, "Well, considering how green you guys are, and how unprepared it seems you are for the jungle, it'd probably be best if I do stick around. I'll probably keep you alive. Uh, we've been fine keeping alive so far. Obviously, we're still here. Yeah. I, and where's Mercy? She died so we could live." Yes. It means we're better at surviving than she was. 
Anyway, uh, it's listen. I'm we just we we have some similar goals, so I'm sticking around. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, and honestly, you need me, so I'm going to choose to stick around, and we can and we can work on our interpersonal skills as we go along. Yes. Yeah, you know what a good start with that to that would be not butting into other people's private conversations. I would have to agree with that again. See, less abrasive. <laughs> uh, well, you were having an incredibly loud conversation. God, I'm not that loud. Franklin's a loud one. <laughs> He's got a very large voice box. <laughs> well. Speaking of Fankway, let's let's go get him. I'll give everyone, uh, Tom, Miles, and James, uh, inspiration for the, for the we so Soaking it up. Okay, when we, uh, when we turn to like go off and uh, meet Franklin, I'm going to walk up behind Rowan and try to pick her, pick her pocket. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess this was his actually, passive, passive perception? It's still sleight of hand, uh, so you make the same roll, but I'm not okay. actually going to try to steal anything. I'm going to I'm going to try to like go through her pouches and pockets and figure out yeah. what she's got on her. I'd say because he's behind you, it would be passive perception. Passive? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Sleight of hand. 14 plus 7 is 21. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 13. So essentially, he, you rifle around. The... Let me see your character sheet. I want to see your character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Actually, Alethra, you give me a perception check. Yeah, I might, I might see people. Well, I mean, this. I don't know if I have a note. Maybe you can note. I just want to know what you've got. Oh, also, uh, it's nighttime, so it's a disadvantage. <laughs> right. They're both fours, uh, so it's seven. I don't yeah. see anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's another one. Right? I see okay. Yeah, yeah. This is been. Willful <laughs> ignorance. All the contract. Yeah, yeah, contract. You've got some papers on you. Yeah, some the alchemist tools. One second. One second. Uh, second set of clothing. I'm not reading it right now. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just finding out what. But if you wanted to, like, because I don't. I obviously. Kit. We've already seen. We've already read it. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah Twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Gold, dead, and a bunch more with alive. Not a lot of gold. Um, oh, some healing know, potions. Oh, you know what? Um, let's say. Hang on. Let's let's retcon this a little bit. Uh, some of the notes I have, uh, let's say that they are, uh, notes about leads and things like that. Um, so if you, I don't know if you want to read the background. No, I'm not, I'm not reading the papers. I'm just trying to, okay. if, yeah. if you hold on to you're like, you're like, I found it. You've got some scrolls, you've got some papers, yeah. you've got this, you've got that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like definitely two rapiers. I saw those earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fankwood, you see, uh, actually, I uh, funny enough, Roe come in first, followed by uh, Durand and then Alethra into the uh, the temple area. Hi, Durand. Hi, Fankwood, sorry. <laughs> oh. I've been a lot the past couple I know, I always I don't do. know how Durand looks at, like, yeah, up at Fankwood yeah. and, like, down at Alethra. I don't know how you keep getting the two of us messed up. <laughs> I'm obviously the handsome one. You're heist bros. Mm. Maybe that's the reason. I hope not. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's time that we finally ask Iku uh, more about herself, and I was hoping that you would, would join us for that, since you share such a rapport. Hmm. I would like to learn of Iku. Ooh, would, ooh, we should uh, make a dinner and get some candles for you guys, and some nice wine. But, Why would we do that? But also, we'll be there. Yes. I mean, we can sit at a separate table. Why would we not want to, to sit in a well-lit room? <laughs> or under the stars, for that matter. Why have lights at all? We're Good thinking. Let's it's, go in the night. We would need a candle for the room to be lit. Let's not. Let's not go in the room then. Let's sit outside under the let the moon light us. Good idea. Even more romantic. I like the way you're thinking, Penguin. What is romantic about the moon? 
Literally everything. Like literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many poems alone have been written about the moon? No. Like tons. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Do not you know. waste time with But poetry. back me up, Aletha, right? Poems, oh. moon. Oh, yeah. Like, Songs. Aletha uh, rolls a 16 history check and is like, oh, I know at least of uh, 4,800 different poems that reference the moon. <laughs> wow. Uh, the only heart? poetry I need is the crickets in the trees. I know of and them. the fields. Crickets live in fields. Sorry, I misspoke first. <laughs> oh yeah, let me let me ask you something, Fenquin. Earlier, you you were happy to see Fenquin is do, uh, not Fenquin. Uh, Dungar is doing so well, aren't you? Yes, he's, that he's doing so quite well, well fed. Yeah, and do you know why he's so well fed? Why these people are able to keep a huge dinosaur like that fed and happy in one place without him needing to? Because they live at the top of a large mountain, and because nature's... of agriculture, which is a technology that is used to shape nature to people's will. And to make it perform better than it does on its own. What do you think about He's that? He's living in a field. It's a, simple, it's a field that is tended by people and farmers. You think all those vegetables just grew by themselves it, in the wild? It was a tilled field. Oh, it was. Yeah. Well, no. But Agriculture I, is a good thing. It is a thing. I agree it is a thing. But uh, animals benefit nature. from it just like people do. Dungar would not need to be in a field... If he was able to roam free as a dinosaur, if he yeah. roam free in the, in the wild as a dinosaur, he would be prey for other dinosaurs. Dungar is prey for no one. Well, yeah, because he's a badass. Yes, Dungar can protect himself. He's a strong, independent dinosaur. He can still grow spikes. <laughs> one day he's going to grow spikes. Spikes. No, no spikes. I will trim them myself. Man, you guys and your selected evolution, man. <laughs> if Dungar had not been enslaved by the merchants of Port Nyanzaru. He would be a wild and free dinosaur and would need no tilled field to live in. And we never would have met him. And he never would have become part of our and pack. he would have been so better to have been in nature. That is a desirable thing. I agree. We would never have met him. No! No, the opposite is true. He's part of our family now. Now he is, yes. But he should be part of his family, a dinosaur family. The family of nature. He should be with the mother in the forest. And Shouldn't not... he be with who he wants to be with? And doesn't didn't you say that he wants to be with us? He wants. Yes, I agree. Now that he is after now having been. Now is the been... only time that matters. Hmm. I believe that he Dunbar would have been happier had his his nature not been interfered with. Thusly, he should have been left to his own devices. I think you're wrong. I think he's happier with us than he ever would have been wandering around on his own. Searching for food, not knowing where his next meal was coming from, and being prey for other giant sharp-toothed dinosaurs that want his meat. You sound like someone who's never actually spoken with a dinosaur. I mean, you've spoken at dinosaurs, but have you ever spoken with a dinosaur? (laughs) No, the answer to that is no. I do, and that is why your remarks bear no uh, have no bearing on my thought processes. Great, good to know. Where did you land on the whole agriculture thing? I just want to. I just want to be sure about that. Is, we know your feelings on architecture and, you know, <laughs> just about anything that people do for fun. I think it's... Except for drinking. You really like drinking. I think it's funny that 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 humans take credit for the plants that grow in their fields. It's the plants that grow there. Farmers cultivate... I mean, I've never done it myself, but I've heard. Farmers cultivate fields. They grow more of the plant than would have grown on its own. And they do that by killing so many other plants. Every other plant that would grow there, they kill. Isn't that nature? No, it makes the plants weak. Plants should be allowed to fend for themselves. For Druid, I don't think you know what you're talking about. A plant from a tilled field placed in a forest would be killed in in moments because it is 
lazy and fat from the, the fertilizer and the efforts of the farmer to protect it. What are you talking Plants can't fight or defend themselves. That's uh, that statistically uh, untrue, Durant. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not talking about those Venus flytrap things that Joe Ball has. Those are true. Oh, the nature of those. They're deadly and fierce. Exactly. Nature is red and tooth and claw. Would you agree with that? I feel like this is going to go off for a while. What? Hey, Lester, you want to go grab a drink somewhere? <laughs> I'm definitely going to go find Eco now. <laughs> I'd like to see a potato plant from this field here fight against a man trap. Wouldn't last a second. That's because it's inanimate. It can't move. A man trap can move. Which right. puts it in a different class of being than a potato. <laughs> no, they are both plants. And you and I are both in the same class. We're all the same. A sheep and a wolf are both animals, but one is a predator and the other is not. Yes. Great. Let's go see Hiku. <laughs> <laughs> that just got resolved. <laughs> It's Durant's hobby to just try to take the piss out of your ridiculous beliefs. As I say, no, Fenguin has physically fought plants that moved and tried to eat them before. Yeah, we were talking about crops. Yeah. <laughs> you went on a tangent. All right. Well, yeah, um, where do we find Iku? Iku, actually, you ask around, she's actually bunked up with uh, Ashar, her old friend. Oh, perfect. Ooh, you don't say. Um... <laughs> I'll approach Ashara's uh, residence. Yeah. You notice it actually looks very similar to uh, uh, everybody, like the other buildings. It uh, looks a, a bit more well taken care of on the outside, but you can still see some signs of age and weathering. And as you, you can actually smell um, something being cooked on the inside and the lights are on, like there's actually movement going back and forth. Um, and they're clear, like someone's, two people are clearly having a conversation in, in, a, in a language that, uh, what, what languages does everybody, does everybody speak? Uh, common, Elven, and Fiendish. Common, Elvish, and Gnomish. Uh, I think Common, Elvish, and giant. Sylvan. Sil- we all, we all have Elvish. 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 You also have Giant. Giant. Yeah. Common, so, and common, Elven is like really So common. I know the most. Uh, common, Dwarven, yeah. Elvish, Giant, and I know most of Jolton now. Yeah, <laughs> for, my, for my two weeks of study. <laughs> think when they're speaking Sylvan, you understand it. Oh, I do. Mm. Mm. All right, I guess this would be Druid talk. Is, is Ashara an Arakoa? Yeah, she's like the the yeah. the patriarch or the matriarch. Did I get that right? Matriarch. Yeah. Yep. Matriarch, yeah. Is matriarch is female. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she. Uh, they're having a conversation uh, about uh, Iku. Like she's essentially giving. It sounds like she's giving Iku a hard time about not being upfront or honest with the group she's currently with. Uh, and Iku saying that she has some reservations about their ability to do good. That mm. There's people she trusts in that group and others she, she doesn't. Um, but the fact that artists and Dragon Bait are with them, that she now feels more confident to lead them to, to Omu. That mm. type of stuff. I nod. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll knock on the door as requested. Yeah. I see. You see a shark. I'm like, oh, oh, you're all, you're all here. Okay, well, come, come on in, come on in. Uh, as you come in, you notice that as you look in the center of the floor, there's actually a big gaping hole in the middle of it. Oh my! So please mind the, the moon floor. Door. It's, it's, it's it actually looks like it's just from disrepair. <laughs> oh, okay. oh. Um, oh, that's not as fun. Uh, she says, please, please, <laughs> please mind the floor. Usually, people who fly come in mm. here, so it's usually kind of like. This old lady likes to take the fast way instead of coming down the stairs and, and whatnot. Uh, but as you look down, you can see it drops almost about 700 feet straight down <laughs> through the floor of her house. Yes. I, 
I see you don't get many human visitors. It's like, no, no, no. Anytime uh, I visit the princess, I, I go up to her quarters to be like, it's, it's, it's a very weird sensation or responsibility. Is, is that your door? Like, for your flying? Like, you can get in and out that way? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can fly, you don't really care about floors. That's a good point. I'll definitely uh, stay stay away then. Tell, tell you what, let's let's all go upstairs where it's a bit more safer and no one can trip or fall or plummet to their horrible mm. death. Yes, yes. Or even drop a small personal item. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, honestly, I I lost an earring about seventy five years ago. I still have not found it. Mm. As long as we're not interrupting. Like, oh no no, it's just having a nice conversation with Iku. Uh, everyone, give me an insight check. Mm. Mm. Seventeen. Oh, well, it's twenty. So I got twenty-one. Eighteen. Fifteen or higher. Everyone's strong except Fenkwin. You're not paying attention. Uh, yeah, Iku looks a little uncomfortable that when Ashara guides the attention towards her, mm-hmm. uh, as you all climb up the uh, the ladder to get up. So it's actually quite a nice little like it's a nice little warm. Uh, it has like a little like warm little hearth fire area. Uh, there's clearly some tea and some stewed uh, vegetables. Uh, being brought out, and she walks. Is there through. a chair and a table? Yeah, there's like a whole. Duran flops into the chair, puts his feet up on the table. And there's no table. Back. It's actually just like kind of like a circle of like a of like chairs, very rudimentary. Like All right. um, he stretches out as much. This as maybe where she would do her teaching. Uh, no, this is actually like her own. It looks like her own personal oh, oh, rest area. Okay, cool. mm. She says, "Oh, so uh, what? What can I help you with? We have a, a big day ahead of us tomorrow. Two sugars, cream, please. Sh- sugar, cream for the tea. We just serve tea." I'll take tea then. Very, very well. Well, I was hoping to ask uh, you and Iku uh, more about what we might expect in in Omu, uh, and also if, if you could maybe corroborate some of the information that I, that I learned back in Port Nianzaru, uh, the cover up of history. I I like to sort fact from fiction as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says the like cover up history. Well, there's been no real cover-up history of, of Omu. It's just kind of been forgotten by history. Well, what, what I learned in Hisari is that, is that uh, agents had... Actually, I'll, uh, I'll dig through my... Um, She's got this whole theory. Like, it's a, it's a whole thing. I'll dig through my, uh, my books, and I have this letter... Uh, no, that's not it. That the... Um, uh, the journal that I found ah, in... Yes, yes. Um, uh, in, in Hisari, that like has these entries. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, see, this. Well, I believe he was an elf. Uh, his his corpse had had long decayed, um, and he was involved in in spreading misinformation about Mesro and Raznisi and so, possibly just, other things. Well, yeah, that's that's that sounds like it's connected to Mesro, and uh, this this is all new to me. I did I didn't realize that the Mesorites were were trying to conceal themselves. Uh, but Omu is, is not Mesro. In fact, they're two different empires completely. Well, the existence of Omu was was, was covered up also in this, I believe. She oh. says, well, that, from the scouts we found is that the, the, the people of Omu did that themselves, we think. We're, we're not entirely sure. Wait, I thought you were the people of Omu. No, oh no, no, we are not. No, so they're they're just housing the former monarchs of Omu. Yeah. Right. So they, so, yeah, so they're in, they're in exile. And the Arakoa are taking care of them essentially. Yeah. Which well, is an interesting okay. trust because like they are unaligned to them or were aligned to them, I guess, hundreds of years ago. Mm. Um. So, what do, what do you know of Raznisi? 
as well. Raznisi was the former uh, beret of, of Mesro, from what I remember. That is also what I learned. And did he raise the undead army? He did raise the undead army. He raised uh, almost an apocalyptic force of, of the undead. But he, he was defeated outside of Mesro, though. And then... And that, is that when he turned to to the Yuan-Ti and changed his body? He says, well, that, that we don't know. We, we thought he was slain, but uh, my guess is that he somehow survived and is now thrown in with the Yuan-Ti. Like, if he's, if he's gone through the ceremony to change himself over, who knows what his mindset is now. Hmm. I, I wonder what terrible gods have led him there. Said, well, if, if it's the UNT of Chult, then it is Dendar the Night Serpent. They, they actually believe that there is a gate to Dendar uh, underneath the Peaks of Flame, mm. which is why they've holed up inside Omu for the, the past 50 years or so. Really? He's been there that long? Oh, yes. He's been there quite a, quite a long time. Oh, I see. Yes. It, I, I also learned that there is a, a fire ne- uh, maze that, that connects Omu to Hisari and uh, Hakanar. I see the map. Yeah. It's a fire new maze. What, what do you mean? Does well, a, a connection, a lava flow connection that indicated... I saw a map that indicated various stops on a on a red path. You see Ashar completely confused by by this. She's like, wait, so the fire newts have their own roadways? Yeah, it's a whole thing. Like, they swim through lava so nobody else can get through it. You see her kind of, like, scratch the top of her brow. She looks kind of so... It's like, well... I'm, the fires have always been fairly quiet. You only ever see them on the sides of mountains and volcanoes, so they they usually don't wander into the jungles too much. They usually keep to themselves. Hmm. So it's, I, I guess it's possible, but we've never we've never explored all the volcanoes or mountainous regions of of the peninsula. Iku, uh, your friend Musharib, he. His ancestral homes were stolen by the Fire Newts. He says, yes, he, he, he desperately seeks to, to reclaim his homelands from the Fire Newts. And if it would explain how they, they snuck up on, on the dwarves, because to, to assault a dwarven mountain complex is almost impossible from the outside, but if you can do it from the inside, like Hakramar was a mining facility. They, they cool it. In fact, their, their main production was, uh, was adamantine. Oh. And you could only use the hottest lavas to... to liquefy that stuff. That would have been a sweet get for my armor gear. TM <laughs> since <laughs> you want to see the armory in there. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Oh my god. Perhaps the fire dudes there found something. I, there was a, an ancestral forge that they took over, if I, if I recall correctly. Um, hmm. Well, the forge at Hakramar is, is legendary in Chilton legend. Like the, Only the, the best weapons and the best armor was, was crafted in those, in those mountains. Well, that gives me something to understand when I meet Rosnisi. Do you believe he was a tabaxi? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think he may have been human. It's, it's hard to say. Mm. Uh, you see, Ashar say he, he was human. He was definitely, mm. he was definitely human. Mm. It, this may be part of the, the muddling of history. Yes, I, uh, I, I do agree that. Where I learned most of my information about Rasnisi was in, in the Journal of Jobal. And were, were I to cover up uh, history, I would definitely uh, target the library of a merchant prince that uh, majored in sellswords. <laughs> as soon as you say Jobal, you see both of their eyes just give an epic roll. And he says, Jobal is, is a fool. I know he's the worst, right? He's, he's an adventurer mm. who got lucky in the jungle. 
bought his way to become a merchant prince. And stole, I imagine. He stole from us without com without any compunction. It's it's possible. Jobal is he's he's not smart, but he is conniving. He knows he knows when to take advantage of an opportunity. He's not a uh, it, it upsets me that he made it to the position of a merchant prince inside Port Nienzaru. Mm. He likes opportunity, eh? Duran starts forming a plan. <laughs> Not forming a plan. <laughs> I see that. I see that. I see you forming a plan over there. <laughs> it smells like two metal gears just burning against each other. Grind, grind, grind. There's smoke. Everyone, check your wallets. <laughs> we should definitely pay him a visit if we ever get back to Port Nianzar. Well, the unfortunate thing, he is quite wealthy and has definitely hired some extra help from outside the city to. Uh, to stock up and guard the uh, the merchant's prince villas. Oh, there's always ways around security. His is very good. So, Iku, tell us about Omu. How have you been there? You see, kind of like she kind of like sinks her shoulders and looks like she's about to finally relent. She says, "I've known about Omu for a very long time now. Some things when we get there, I will reveal." more things to you just for the sake of safety and security but I've explored these jungles for most of my life and have been trying to find a way to much like uh, like Ashara here to rid the evil out of Omu. The, the, the evil that lies in Omu is a threat to the entire jungle threat to the entire peninsula threat to everyone on it. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to find people who can go in and rid this evil. People who are good enough and worthy enough to to take on this task. So why are you traveling with us? I left her made a good made a good pitch. I had to. I, you have to. You have to take some a chance on people sometimes. And from what I've seen, it, there have been moments of good and moments of severe questioning <laughs> that I've done. Mm. Uh, and I will be honest. Uh, Franklin and Alethra were. Were for the most part the people I believed in the most. Mercy in yourself, Durand. I. It is hard to put the faith and trust of a continent in someone who only cares about themselves. Eco, you wound me. Am I lying? Look, everyone's got to look out for number one. A sword has an edge, but we carry it because we can wield it well. This is how I feel about Durand. <laughs> Thank you, Franklin. But That's probably the nicest thing you've ever said to me. And you see, if Eku turned to Franklin like. And if he had to make a choice, whether it would be the good and just, if he had to choose between the continent being alive and protected or his own life, which mm. do you think he would choose? Yes. That is an obvious answer. <laughs> I, I, I'm not so sure. Duran, what do you say? <laughs> of course I would choose myself. Are you crazy? I look directly at Iku and I'm like, look, heroes are for fairy tales, okay? The only people who act like heroes in real life are fools, and they end up dead. And dead is no good to anyone. Mm. But you know that our, our, our mission being successful here is essential to your survival. It's the only reason I am here. Because someone has leverage over me. And as soon as I can get out from under that leverage, yeah, you're damn right I wouldn't be here. I'd be somewhere else. Think it's fun traipsing around the jungle, putting ourselves in deadly peril every day? Of course not. But I do it, and I do it with a smile on my face, because that's what the gods have put in front of me, so I've got to deal with it. 
Fortunately, I would have no d- trouble making a decision between Duran's life and the fate of the world. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> says, but is the fact that you that we've run into Dragon Bait and, and artists that I feel confident because I feel that their hearts and their souls are are pure and, and righteous enough. Mm. As a tree cannot choose where it is planted, it must grow on the hill that it lives on. So must we work with the group that we have been given. I feel the exact same way. She says, and you see, you can say, like, I, and I have been holding back about the location of Odin, but I have to make sure I don't want to throw your lives away into something pointless. See, that's the kind of thing I can get behind. It's so weird, Eko. Half the time you're just talking gibberish, and then the rest of the time it's like you're in my head. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad I went to see you that day in Port Nianzaro, With, Without your guidance, we we wouldn't be anywhere. And sometimes you, you remind me of my, my favorite professor from school. I, I feel I have, I have much to learn from you as well. I think we have much to learn from each other. But rest assured, I will give you the whole story once we get to get to Omo. <sighs> Keeping secrets, yeah, that's a totally good thing to do. Yes, it is. Sometimes, when keeping the secret keeps others safe. If you don't mind my asking a few more questions. She said, sure. The, the evil that we'll meet there, do you mean Raznisi or, or something greater? You see her kind of say, it's, it's something greater. There's the, it is really to the death curse. Raznisi is connected to it and a threat to the jungle, but it is this thing that I've discovered that has been called the Soulmonger. Soulmonger? Are you going to tell us about like what it is before it tries to kill us, maybe? So, well, I don't know much about what it is, but I, I believe it is a device that is collecting the souls of, of people who die. Mm. This sounds like a true crime of sounds, nature. Sounds priceless. It's, it sounds priceless, and I believe it is also collecting the souls of people who die across multiple realities. Jingo, wow. what? Ooh. Uh, can, can I do a history check on Soulmonger? Um, no, it's, okay. it's, this is it's too deep. Is, yeah, yeah, it's new information for you right yeah. now. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So you're saying it's capturing souls, uh, even of uh, people who have recently died. I I, be- I believe so. Yes, from from mm-hmm. what I've. From what I've been researching. So, if we could release the souls from this, from this, from this soulmonger, these people would come back, or they would be able to be resurrected. They would have the choice to come back. Yes. Okay. I, I believe essentially think of it as a, as a prison cell for souls. This sounds Ooh, a lot like thing. exactly the cause of the death curse. Mm. You knew what it was the whole time, and you didn't tell us. I have. I've had my ideas, but again, you know how many books she's read. I don't want to throw you at something I don't think you can handle. Look, I, we can't handle practically anything we run into. Durand, let me, let me put you in the situation then. If it was a choice between killing yourself and saving the world from the soulmonger or walking away and the soulmonger still exists, what do you choose? What good is a world without me in it? Mm. And you see kind of like lift up her I hand. I won't answer that. <laughs> like this- to me. To me, obviously, <laughs> Fenquin. Well, because you may you may be forced into that position. Mm. Well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Plenty of other people here, I'm sure, are willing to make a heroic sacrifice. Mm. Well, unfortunately, the person who did want would, is capable of that already did that. Mm. Well, and you had your doubts about mercy and 
she herself did sacrifice herself uh, in a great cause. I, I hope that Ikui will be able to see that we're, as a group, we'll be able to make the sacrifice play. My life is forfeit anyway, having been thrown out of the forest that I used to live in. That was so beautiful. See, you see, you could like, kind of get frustrated. Like, I don't want to see anybody die. But these are extraordinary circumstances, and they may require extraordinary actions. And you have here extraordinary people willing to do those things for you. Yes, if, I, I hope our, our heist at mm-hmm. the Hanging Garden shows that when we are prepared, we can achieve our goals. Sidebar, why do we keep using the word heist all the time? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, that's what that was, frankly. Wasn't it really a, like an adventure or a mission or something? <laughs> that's, that's what heists are. They're all of those things all bound, to, bound yeah. together with the added bonus of treasure at the end. You see, you mm. kind of like, no, that was that yeah. was kind of a heist. That was, uh, <laughs> okay. it was great, wasn't we it? We don't have heists in the right. forest where I come uh, from. Didn't we have a great time? Uh, I had a great time. That was some of the most fun I've had in ages. Artemis being turned to stone, I suppose. It was okay. Yeah. I haven't had that good a time since you stole all that stuff from Jobal. Uh, Rose says, uh, trying, trying as hard as you can not to get anyone killed gets everyone killed. Hmm. Thanks, party pooper. I will swear today that my life means nothing until this curse is lifted, and I will die in, it, in the attempt if I must. The best thing to do is to go in with eyes open. We know, we know what we need to do. We know how dangerous it is. If we're all going, that means we all accept the risks. We don't know what we need to do beyond go to Omu. And clearly the soul-mongering thing needs to be destroyed or the souls need to be let loose. Yeah, you're right. Great plan. Go to Omu, destroy the big bad evil thing. I like it. I I doubt it'll be quite as easy as that, but... uh, It was sarcasm. It's a little light on details, this plan. Oh, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm... Well, we know well, what's what's in Omu for the most part. We know the Yuan Tai are there. The Yuan Tai, mm. the gargoyles, and uh, presumably some undead. Uh, some undead for sure. And let me tell you about the other things that are in Omu. Ooh. Well, there's, wait, there's more. How many things? Uh, <laughs> she just starts taking off. <laughs> so many mummies. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, you see, you this can kill you. That can kill you. The the that, they're my favorite enemy. A shark says there's actually a colony of grungs that lives. Oh, a grung colony. Filthy grungs. Oh, they're the worst. They poison you all the time. I still have some of their poison. I've never really used it. Oh, yeah, it's quite dangerous. <laughs> the grungs said... are the snare frogs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The tiny, uh, oddly enough, the uh, episode where Group B deals with the grungs uh, just aired this week. <laughs> in, it was glorious. In uh, synergy of the podcasts mm. and time delay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you say, uh, and it's not, there are. There are other adventuring groups that have found their way into Omo. They they do not last long, though. So what you're saying is... We should sneak. We can find their stuff, too. Well, the UIT mm. usually capture them and treat them, capture them as slaves. Especially turn one, them into more UIT. Yes. Or use, what? Or use them for their dark rituals to summon Dendar the Night Serpent. Yes. <sighs> Abominations awful. against nature, all of it. We should put a stop to it. They are truly uh, monstrosities. Yes, it is. It's almost as like they're being drawn to the city and the Yuan Tai just reap the benefits of it. Well, I'm looking forward to putting down those Yuan Tai. What I saw in Asari, they have killed hundreds of thousands of people in their quest to, to free Dendar. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we hope that when it's almost very close to the peaks of flame, if there is any truth that the gate to the Night Serpent lies underneath those volcanoes, and 
who knows, maybe if they capture a fire newt, maybe they, they may find out that there is a highway to get underneath those mountains. Oh my gosh. That is that is truly frightening. Hmm. Maybe we, we have no time to lose. We would you do me a favor, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Sara, would you, would you be able to research ways that we'd be able to navigate such a lava highway? Says, unless you can find a way to be immune to, to fire and breathe liquid rock. Well, there's got to be a spell for that, right? Um, right I'm magic guy? Ma- magic is not just magic. You can't just do whatever you want. There's specific things that we've learned. Um, my druid clan has not yet learned walking in fire. Perhaps if we find a fire newt druid of some sort, or perhaps if I study in the future I might learn it. You did fight a warlock uh, in in the the temple. So yes, perhaps we could meet and I could learn from one of their wizards these spells. But my experience is in a forest, the most beautiful forest that ever lived. Are you you okay? I just, need a, I just need a moment. You're misting up again. <laughs> you see, you could say, well, the fire newts in Chul worship one of the princes of flame, Zeksamat. So I imagine that... They, I remember that name. They were chanting that. Yes. Mm. It's someone they, they celebrate and venerate that they try to bring forth from the plane of fire. And that's where the, probably the warlocks draw their power from. Hmm. A patron that feeds it. It means that he is very active in this region. Mm-hmm. Well, there's many active volcanoes in the south and the west. I, uh, I've seen that. Um, hmm. Well, everybody, I think we're ready. I think we're ready to, to, to prepare for this ritual. So very well. Come sunrise, come down to the, uh, the, the, balcony, the, to the ledge we welcomed you at, and we will begin the ceremony, and then it is off to Oma with all of you. Hmm. This is for three days of flying. Mm-hmm. So the sunset of the third day, the, the, the abilities will fade. And will we arrive at Omu before then? That depends on you. <laughs> yeah, what's our plan for getting back again? Because I gotta tell you, having that uh, escape ready when we left uh, Nangalore mm. was super useful. Perhaps would you be able to send a party to meet our ship and to inform them where we will be and ask them to pick us up there? Uh, she says, well, we, we, we can't send scouts to... to Add surveillance, um, and if they if you give the signal that the uh, the evil has been wiped out in Omu, then it may take a couple of days, but we can't arrange to for transport back. Well, we have a captain of a ship who we could maybe get a message to. Yeah, you you, you know Captain uh, Swiftiku. Is there a way that you could get a message to her? She, she will arrive at the beach where we were supposed to meet her in a few days. Well, actually, we can send a messenger over. We can actually look for her over the ocean. Mm. Oh. Um, but Omu is, Iku says, Omu is in the middle of the jungle. The, the boat would not. Mm. No, but there is, uh, they could make landfall possibly in the cauldron. Yeah, that is that is also possible. It's, uh, we, we, can, we can arrange to have message sent to, to Captain Swift. Mm. So, and she says, in fact, it's probably getting close to the time you were supposed to yeah, meet with her. <laughs> uh, I think we have like seven days-ish. Uh, I have to check my phone, but it's plenty. Could we theoretically make it if we marched back there like today? Oh yeah, yeah. We, we definitely have time to make it back to the uh, to the um, meeting point. To the meeting point. So we could sail, but that would take so long. Yeah, no. Flying there is way faster. I think uh, flying is going to take you three days. Anyways. Yeah, as opposed to like, uh, it would take us probably a full week to sail there. I think we should just at least plus send then the the, the, the trek, uh, then the trek into the inland. Right. We should send a message to the captain because 
she is committed to keep coming back to the beach and checking for several times. Yeah, so tell her not to do that. Instead, yes. meet us at the cauldron. Maybe we can even head her off and save her a couple of days. Possibly. Uh, Why are we meeting her there? Well, uh, if you wanted a, an escape out, uh, or, or if you wanted to go inland or somewhere oh, else on the coast. Like, is she going to wait for us there? Yes, let's look at our secret map. <laughs> Where are we heading to? So, Omu is... You see, should I say, that is quite the map. Mm. Oh, uh, thank you. Oh, Please keep its existence a secret. We are revealing it to you only because you are a close friend. He says, we, we are a place that has kept a secret for many, many years. So mm. Your secret is safe with us. And the Arakoa people of Kirsabal trust you fully. Oh, well, that means quite a lot to me. Uh, your preservation of uh, the civilization of Omu is, is quite commendable. Your sacrifice to keep the royal family here uh, is tremendous. Well, they are they are tremendous people, and they are they are what the continent needs right now. Can you see these mountains from Pertinence Ever? I'm probably not. Right? No. Yeah. So I'm yeah, just wondering if I use skywriting. What's the range on that? That's like hundreds of miles. Yeah. I think. But we can like maybe have a sending stone or something that they have. Uh, you have a sending stone with Anders. Dura, if you have yeah. like a if you, if you there's lots of stuff you can use, but mm-hmm. I don't think you actually physically have them yeah. on you right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I was thinking of a way to get in touch with uh, these scouts after where we... Uh... Oh, wait, no. Um, you know that Anders has a wizard. I do know that Anders has a wizard with him. And maybe even another Goliath guy. Again? <laughs> <laughs> wait, so we'd be asking them to turn around and basically sail to the complete other side of this peninsula. They would have to go all the way around. Yes. You said, so, yeah, there's no fast, way. They're gonna... if, if you make it worth their time, Captain Swift will go anywhere. Yeah, I think we should. I, I think the pressing need is just to make sure that she does not feel that we have wasted her time. We should inform her that we do not need a ride home, and we will contact her again if needed. So we can we can provide writing supplies if you need to write her a letter or anything like that. Mm. Uh, Durant's Do you have any non animal or plant based paper? I don't think so. It is parchment paper. Yeah, I have parchment paper. Oh, the skin of a dead animal. You realize everything around us is either made from animals or plants or both. Yes, but you, I, we need leather armor to protect us, but we do not need to write things down. We can merely speak words. It's a waste of Yes, we animal. do, because we have to write a letter to talk to somebody. in. The, you know how writing works, right? Yes. You're communicating with someone in the future. Yes, you scribble on the skin of a dead animal and you hand it to someone else. Uh, so yeah, I'll write a letter to Captain Swift that is uh, says that our plans have changed. We will not be returning to Refuge Bay, uh, and asks that she uh, <laughs> asks uh, asks us to pick us up in the cauldron, uh, the land of ash and smoke. In yeah, if if she can in. Uh, let's see, three days down, ten days, like, twenty days? That would give her enough time to get there, days. for sure. Three weeks? You get twenty-one days, yeah. That's a long time. She can do plenty of other shit in, in the meantime. Well, how, how long or, do you think you're going to spend at home? <laughs> yeah, well, so here's so it would be three days down. It's, it's like, at least one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten days down there. Like at least maybe five days in Omu or to fuck around. <laughs> uh, and then so. let's have her come back if we're not there, come back one month later, and then they give us a lot of time to mess around. Yeah. 
I mean, if we have to make a camp for a month on a beach, there are worse things in life. Especially it's chill, it's tropical, so. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not like we're running. Well, actually, we would be running out of food because all of our food was with Dungar. I have 500 good berries. <laughs> <laughs> and I can feed us, I can keep us alive for several and weeks. Also, also I, can, I can also summon food. We're also with a ranger who can, like, forage twice as much as normal. That's true. And we also live in a jungle, which provides nourishment to millions and millions of creatures. And is where all the food comes from. So In fact, can... the jungle has tried to make a meal out of you a couple of times. <laughs> yes. So yes, like 20 days, and then a month after that. Yeah. Mm. Sounds good. That's what I write down. Just don't want to waste your time. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll pay your fee. You know we're good for it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe also Durand already earned a question mark. <laughs> I got us a serious discount. Why don't we pay yeah, in advance? a free ride. Do we have gold we can attach to the message? We can pay that's, in advance. That's true. You could do that, too. How much do you think it would cost us? Uh, How much did it cost us to sail down here the first time? Uh, it was free because Duran did something illegal. Yeah, uh, but was, we arranged the price <laughs> first. none of you ever thanked me for. Well, I don't even... I don't know, I don't know if I, she ever gave us our money back, actually. Oh, oh I definitely... No, I don't think you guys... I think what you're going to pay on arrival, I don't think you guys actually paid oh, for okay. it. Yet. Yeah, so what do we think the rates would be? 20 gold? 30 gold? Maybe give, uh, give her one of those gems that you found. Yes, uh, let's attach a gem as payment. Rand. Attach a gem as payment. I fish into my pocket. What have I got on me? You have like a ton of gems, if I recall correctly. Uh, I have seven different gems, yeah. I'll put, I'll put one in there. Okay, we give put a, attach this gem to the note. And include the message note about the prepayment in the note. Uh, so <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Their rate, you remember their rate was 10 gold per day, but yeah. the, the ship also was exceptionally fast. Yeah, yeah. so I think this will yeah. cover the two trips for sure. How much was that uh, gem worth? Uh, they're 10 gold pieces each. Yeah. It's a day. It's a, day, it's a, it's a down payment. It's a down yeah. payment. Uh, it's just one gem, that's it? Okay. Yeah, that's for now. A little, little charmer. That's that's all I put into the bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys also, can pop something up as you want. I don't have any gold. I threw it all at you at some point. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you think this matters? <laughs> oh, it's on my sheet. Don't worry. Are there any more questions for Iku and Ashara? Mm. Do you know of what kind of uh, thing... So we talked about the Wanti. I guess we already talked about that. Do you know any magic that will be helpful? <laughs> uh, Ashara, uh, you said something about being able to, or at least the, the queen said something about being able to provide us with uh, some gear if necessary. Well, yeah, like food supplies, arrows, um, staves, uh, no, nothing complicated. They, you've, you're already better equipped than the, the Arakoa monks here use their, their hands and talons for most of their fighting. Most of our tools and weapons are also function as agriculture for chopping wood or tilling the land. So you wouldn't have any, happen to have any magical rapiers <laughs> or you anything, would you? You see shards give you like the, the worst look of derision you could ever imagine. Just like, what, what do you think this place is? And it's like, if we had magical weapons, it would be used to defend the princess and her brother. Yeah, fair. Um... Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, at, in the morning, I guess, like, top up on some things, like, some torches. I'll, t- I'll take, like, back up to the, like, ten torches. Yeah. You restock your food, you restock your water. Yeah. 
arrows. The arrows will be stone-tipped, however, so That's then. just aesthetically different. Yeah, but also maybe less effective against stone creatures. <laughs> mm. <laughs> stone on stone. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, Alright, so you guys bunking yeah. down for the night? Uh, I think so. Oh, I mm. do also want to pay a visit to uh, Queen uh, Max Narame. I don't know if she's still awake. I guess, uh, do you think uh, Max Narame would, would still be awake? I, I think so, yes. I will attempt an audience with her. All right. Uh, you head on up. Is everyone else going to bed advise? Mm. I believe I will retire. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm. All right. Alethra. Yeah. Uh, this is a meeting alone, uh, bro. <laughs> you are not are you... invited to this conversation. Are you going to talk to her about your deal? I see a shot say, deal? What deal? Oh, I d- d- no, she means nothing. <laughs> she means nothing. Oh, I didn't really think I was talking out loud. I'm sorry. I, thought I, was, oh, 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 I, meant, I meant to be having like a, a quiet aside with with, uh, <laughs> with the last round. I'm sorry. But anyway, no, go ahead. No, if, that's... Yeah. She totally hears okay. that. <laughs> uh, give me deception check versus uh, Shire's insight. Uh, my deception is zero, uh, so it's twelve. Twelve. One second. Where's What's the my... queen's name? Uh, Max Norame. Rox Norane. Max. Yeah. Rox. Max Norane. <laughs> All right. She rolled a natural two, so she's gonna buy it for now. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't concern her. <laughs> the young girl. She's trying to protect with her life. Right. Yeah. All right. So how about well okay so I'll I'll lead our I'll I'll lead ours uh, me and Alethra out to, out of earshot and yeah, uh, so maybe we'll try to continue our conversation in low voices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, uh, what was I going to say? All right, well, um, okay, well, well, tell me t- tell me what you're feeling about this about this deal of yours. That's between the queen and myself, and all you need to know is that I will be there. Tomorrow morning. Okay, you, you. This is quite interesting, actually. This is an interesting position to be in, um, being the one that's not trusted, and yet you're the one going behind everyone else's back. Don't you think that's a little weird, Lethra? Not at all. This is a private matter that a monarch <laughs> made in confidence to me. It is perfectly regular that I would keep that confidence. Give me a wisdom save, Lethra. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I want to roll an insight. It's a 14. Uh, uh, I want to roll an insight. Yeah, okay. That. Yeah. No, no this is oh, a wisdom save. This is a wisdom oh. save that I made? Yeah. Mm. Insight. <laughs> 15. 15. There's nothing really to insight, though. It was a wisdom save. Oh. No. Uh, did, did, did anything happen to me? Or, 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 or Not that I'm aware, so yeah. I have no idea. Okay, cool. Was I rolling a wisdom save? No, just, just me. Just, just me. Just a left oh, okay. Just me making some kind of okay. zone of truth, probably. <laughs> um... And uh, it, I, 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 it is a private matter that I will discuss with the queen, and my answer and her answer is a confidential matter for now. Right. <sighs> okay, well, I'm going to leave you with this, kid. Um, those people back there seem to care about you. You should... If uh, I'm, I may not <laughs> follow the rules all the time, uh, and I'm definitely not out for myself, but... 
uh, don't lie to the people that matter to you. And I walk off. I yell over my shoulder, a mission is also a lie. <laughs> a mission is also a lie. Uh, as you make your way up to uh, uh, Princess Maxwell Max uh abode, you actually notice Ashara has come up beside you and says, Oh, please, let me, let me walk with you. These, these steps can be so treacherous sometimes. And as she kind of like holds your like holds out her arm for support and kind of like help her up, you feel this vice like grip just lock around your forearm. She says, "Do you know why they call me the teacher here?" I I do not. Say, well, it's I I am the the matriarch of this of this of this place, and people look to me for advice and look to me for guidance on all things, and that we. We must keep the princess and her brother safe. Uh, do you know how I keep things flowing around here? You see, as you begin to walk up the uh, the, the switchback going up to the palace, mm-hmm. uh, is she like sort of pushing in hard? So it's like a little bit. Uh, it's trying to intimidate me, or it's 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 not painful, but okay. she has a grip. It's a grip, on right? So yeah. I know she's doing. Um, no, I do not teach her. She says, "Well." I am a disciple or a, a patron of of the. The wind dukes, the air elementals who give the Arakoa our, our power sometimes. And do you know what one of their key key factors of power are? Um, can I roll investi- in history? <laughs> history? History or archive? I might actually history. know this. Yeah, uh, I'll do history because I'm much more interested in that. Uh, it's a uh, 12. Yeah, no, unfortunately. Oh. No. I do not teach her, no. So it's, well, one is excellent hearing. And two is the ability to read minds. Oh, well then, I think you, do you, I, I, that is quite the gift they give you. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Uh, and so, my apologies, but I had to do a bit of digging to, uh, when, when you made mention of a deal you've, you've made with the princess, might I remind you, she is still a princess until she ascends the throne. She is still a child. She knows nothing of the world. How old is the princess again? She's 18. Okay, so she's like li- literally my age. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I, you're definitely getting kind of like the granny vibe. The granny vibe. <laughs> it's like, teacher, teacher, you have to agree that uh, that my intentions were to uh, spare the, the, the feelings of of the queen, that I, I hold her in the highest regard. Says, and right now, I hold you in the highest regard, as you see her wings come up and she actually flaps and lifts you oh. off the ground. <laughs> and just flies about five feet over you feel there's no there's no concrete, uh, there's no stone below you. Teacher, teacher! <laughs> um, I think you uh, maybe have the wrong idea. It's like, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm getting across the right idea that you, you shall break off this consort. Oh, your majesty, I was just... Sorry, teacher, please, please let me drop and, and let me explain myself. I oh, think... it's poor choice of words. Poor choice of words. On the ground, I meant. Uh, Still a poor choice of words. <laughs> the safe ground. Uh, you're, 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 I, the, the queen offered me the uh, constant drop, and I said that I, I did not know. And my answer is I still do not believe that I am prepared to, to be the uh, consort. In my last two missions, I have been ineffective. My, my tactics were not ready. I am not ready to be a consort. And I was trying to tell your, your majesty that 
that I was not ready. He said, you are not ready, and you will break off any of these talkings, any of these dealings, and this will not happen. Am I perfectly clear? And you kind of, she kind of loosens your, her grip <laughs> on your arm a little bit. <laughs> Damn. I, I, I was not planning on accepting at, at all your... your your <laughs> teacher, teacher, Ashara. You see, you feel yourself kind of hover back down onto the, onto the side of the of the cliff, and this demeanor changes. She turns back and like this sweet little old grandma, she like taps you on the side of the face. Like, then that's all you needed to tell me. <laughs> now let's let's go and, and make sure that everything is set in proper order. Please, a teacher, do not know. Let let the queen know that uh, the princess know that. That I told you. She would be, I feel, very embarrassed. You don't have to worry. This will be kept between us. She is a, she is a girl who is yet to learn about the world, and we must make sure that she has the proper opportunity to choose a consort that will be good for the kingdoms. I agree that I am, I am not that person right now. No, you are definitely not. <laughs> Damn, Grandma. Uh, you see uh, a shot oh, savage. <laughs> Escort you up to the door and say, well, I hope you had a wonderful night tonight. I will see you in the morning. And remember, it gets treacherous on these on these walkways. So just be careful where, where you step. As you see her kind of like do, she had strength to her, but she kind of mm-hmm. does like that granny hobble as she walks down the, uh, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the, the pathway. If only it was level seven and I could size her up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Row whispers from the shadows. You know she was threatening you, right? Why are you here? <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to say you, you weren't there. For yeah. <laughs> you need a stealth check for that. Yeah, that's, that's something she does in private. Yeah. Um, I will uh, make my way to the throne room. <laughs> I, I'll say you're a little bit pale and gone. Yeah. And sweaty. <laughs> hey, what happened to you? No, she's she's at the throne room. Yeah, but oh, right, 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 yeah, right. yeah, yeah, you can't. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I still actually have to let this yeah, lady we all down. Went to bed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see the, the monks uh, bow and open the door for you. You notice that uh, Princess Max, Max Marane is actually kind of like these uh, almost like chromatic silks of, uh, of, um, of like just night and evening wear. She, you see like a cup of tea just floating beside her. She grabs it and, and sips it. And she's like, oh, uh, my, my, my beloved chosen, what, what brings you here so late at night? Usually we, we wait for ceremony to, to consummate the, the union. Oh, your Majesty, I'm I'm not here for that. I, the last time we saw, I I I, I told I you I would think over your offer and what, what I, I was under the impression you were going to accept the offer. To have a, a proposal or an offer like that from a queen is is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I and I'm, I am I'm sorry, Your Majesty, that I am I am not worthy of the offer. But you are a tactician, a warrior, a general. This is. What I need for my future armies of Omu. But I am also a rookie. And I've, I've made so many mistakes in my last battles. I've, I've not, I am not the tactician that you think I am. And I'm also an outsider. A, a person from the Sword Coast. I, I'm not ready and I'm not worthy. And it's not what your people need right now. You kind of feel this gust of wind come blowing in. Not nothing harsh, but like yeah. you see the the candles and the and the fires kind of like flicker and dim a little bit uh, as you feel just the temperature begin to drop and cool significantly. Um, you see the teacup actually is gently put down onto a onto a side stand next to her. And says, "So you are rejecting an offer from your queen." 
I can I delay the offer? There is no delay. You, you are either with Omu or against it. Your Majesty, I, I, I suggest there is another option. That I can be with Omu, but not with you right now. Very well. Very well. You wear a sellsword to me, then. You see her pull out, uh, you see actually, um, you hear a drawer open, and you see a copper piece come flying out, and it almost gets like flung at your chest, like, dink, and it bounces off, and the, the sound of wood hitting, a, or metal hitting the wooden floor is like, there is your payment then, sellsword. I will see you in the morning for the ceremony. Uh, I, I don't try to pick it up. I, I say, your wounds hurt me, your majesty. I'm not your sellsword, though, and I will walk out. All right. Excellent. All right, well, we will call a break there before we get ready for the ceremony, mm. before you guys head off towards Omu with treasonous things in the night. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp. Groupie is getting ready for the ceremony. They've said their goodbyes to Mercy. They've said their goodbyes to Dungar. And they've learned a little bit uh, about how Kirsabal works and about the company they keep. So this trip down to Omu is going to be very, very interesting. Also, this is going to be one of the major kind of crossovers between Group A and Group B as they explore some of the same spots. And you get kind of the same, uh, or you get kind of like a cause and effect, if you will without trying to give too much away, but there is going to be some interaction and they are getting closer together in the way they travel and the way things are going, that they are going to start encountering some of the same things and experiencing some of the same uh, events that are happening in Schultz and in the, in the deep, deep jungle. So it's going to get really, really interesting. I'm actually really excited as Omo seems to be drawing everyone together and they're going to be sharing some of the same experiences and some of the the same interactions with people and see how the two different groups will deal with the challenges, the puzzles, the NPCs, then the threats that uh, Omu and the jungle have to throw at them. So I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. Speaking of excitement, there is excitement happening in September. It is something Brendan and I have talked about on Talking Grit, and we're going to be talking about it on the Diecast podcast at a break. It is going to be the Unconventional Gaming Convention. It is a convention that is designed for inclusivity and representation that everybody has a seat at the table and everyone has a chance to tell their story and everyone should feel welcome and safe in a spot where just play some games, play some uh, collectible card games like Magic the Gathering. You can play some tabletop role-playing games like Dungeons and Dragons or uh, Shadowrun or uh, there's a whole list of games that are going to be played. And if you are in the Ontario area or upstate New York or Western Quebec or Eastern Manitoba or just feel like coming to Ontario at the tail end of summer, you can come to Peterborough, Ontario, September 8th for the Unconventional Gaming Convention. Uh, Brendan and I actually got accepted to be DM. So if you want to come in and play some Dungeons and Dragons with us, we're going to be there. Come hang out. Come uh, play some games with us. Come throw some plastic polyhedral dice. Uh, I believe a couple of other cast members will be there as well once we get schedules all settled and finalized. But there is going to be a small contingent of the Diecast podcast there, there to support such a wonderful idea, such a wonderful convention that uh, we just think it is something that is needed and should be celebrated in the role-playing community, which is a great community to be a part of. And we're glad to support this. And we're glad we're glad to help push this to the forefront because we think it's going to be a really awesome time. If you need more information about it, you can go find their website, 
uncon.ca. They'll have the hotel convention center and how to get to Peterborough, which is going to be lovely in the start of September. Uh, it also, you can also follow them on Twitter at uncon gaming PTBO, and that will give you all the updates, all the news that's happening, uh, and any future events or, uh, updates you're going to need. It is going to be a wonderful time. Brendan and I are going to be there. Miles possibly will be there. We'll get a whole confirmation on who's going to be where, uh, for, uh, the Uncon Gaming Convention. And it is going to be fun. It is going to, it is going to be fun. Uh, and I've said it so many times and it will be, it's more true than the last time I said it. Diversity is a strength and representation matters and everyone should have the ability to tell their story and everyone should have the ability to play games because it's fun. Let's, let's, expand our minds together let's use our imaginations together and tell come together and tell these amazing stories it doesn't matter who you are we're going to have fun playing games we're going to have fun telling stories and i think uncon is going to be a great place to do it so with that just want to say a quick thank you to tuning listening new listeners and old thank you for joining in we've had uh, it's a little bit of a role play heavy uh, session so far but a really good one uh, i remember uh, when fenquin did his uh, his dino eulogy for mercy i uh, i nearly di- i it was one of those gasping trying to not uh, get in oxygen up to the brain while i'm too busy laughing that was kind of the idea or kind of the situation i was going through but we're going to be jumping in. They're going to be going back into Omu, and it's a quite a group now that they have acquired. They're going to have Iku, they're going to have Dragonbait, they're going to have Artis, and Tom's new character, Ro the Ranger, as they go sailing through the jungles of Cholton and see what they're going to discover. It's going to be it's going to be cool. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. Uh, and again, thank you so much for listening. If you need to find us, you can find us on any app that plays a podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Give us a subscription, give us a rating review, and share us with a friend. It'll help us out a lot. It'll help us make a better podcast for everyone. And we are upgrading our sound equipment in July. So we may, I'm still trying to decide if we're going to record the last end of uh, of the campaign. I, I think I may want to do a couple more tests, but I think it's going to, I think it's going to be good. Uh, but yes, uh, any app that plays a podcast, it's your iTunes, Google Play. You can also find us on Twitter at Diecast Podcast. Please give us a follow and we'll follow you back and we'll share some awesome D&D stories. And of course, as always, you can find us on our own website, www.flightandlizardstudios.com, where you can find this podcast, other podcasts like Talking Crit. And we hope you have a great time. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. It is going to be... It's going to be a humdinger of an ending. I can't wait for you to listen. We will see you next week. Again, happy Canada Day. Happy early 4th of July. Hope everyone celebrates safely, happily. Wear your sunblock. Drink lots of water. It's going to be a fun time. And we will see you next week around the 4th of July for all our American friends. We can't wait for you to celebrate your independence as Canadians celebrate ours. Let's just have some fun and have a great safe summer. We will see you next week. <laughs> we are back after doing plot trajectories and maths and we were flight tasks. Trying to figure out the math of how far this ritual will actually get us. Yeah, trust um, me, it, it was not worth listening to. Yeah. Yeah. We, we figured that it will probably not get us all the way oh. to Omu, but it will give us yeah. a significant uh, boost. On oh, you know what we, we just created the mystery box. People always want what they can't have. Yeah, you can't see. That's how J.J. Abrams made his career as a filmmaker. Yeah, by making movies about how long it takes people to get places. <laughs> And also playing the Beastie Boys while he does. Yeah. <laughs> Montage. What if we use the Beastie Boys to defeat the bad guy? <laughs> like, that's the, that's the cure to the Tomb of yeah. Annihilation, guys. Just play Beastie oh, Boys. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a good plan.
You can conjure sounds, I'm not right? Not against it. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I can make. Well, no, you, can't, that, you can't conjure like symphonies. <laughs> <laughs> you can make like the sound of an animal rustling in the Whoa. bushes. I just need to know if he can conjure sick beats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yo, uh, DJ. <laughs> You probably, well, beatboxing. I beatbox with, yeah. with Drew Crab. Like we see, we see in real life, we see people beatboxing. Basically, I can know. create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect. So yeah. sick beats, but they'd be faint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone, be but it's, quiet. it's not the Beastie Boys. Just well, you don't want it to drown out the you know the, the lyrics, right? So <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. can't. So you could just keep casting it in reaction. I guess you could yeah. slowly beatbox. I could cast create the sound of woodpeckers <laughs> rhythmically tapping. You start them. layering and start making different sounds. Yeah. And then layer them together. It's a cantrip, so I can just keep firing. Yeah, yeah. so this this is your new... uh, Man, this is your new hobby. Start making audio clips. Is there a rate limit for the cantrips? (laughs) (laughs) Is it just as I can just cast them? It's got to make a druid with the entertainer background. (laughs) (laughs) It's instantaneous. So yeah, I could could do them as many as I want. Have you seen seen Baby Driver? Have you seen that yet? No. Okay. Let's bring it back in. None of these characters have seen that movie. <laughs> they've never seen a movie. <laughs> well, they've seen, you know, Tarek Begins. That was a that was an experience. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't see that. It's mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> it was middling, guy. Middling. Yeah. Uh, so the morning comes. Uh, you feel just the cold kind of break a little bit. As you notice that a good portion of Kirsabal has come out. Uh, the queen or the princess is there. Um, she has a very stern look on her face. Ooh, am I picking up on some tension here? Uh, you only have to roll insight. Yes, there is tension. <laughs> uh, if you, when you look down at the ground, you can see a big uh, circle drawn out in salt, and there's positions for everyone drawn out on the edges of the circle um, for Alethra, Roe. Um, hey, there's me. Duran, Fenquin, Artis, and Dragonbait. Um, and Fistbump Dragonbait. Yeah, he fist bumps you, and you smell lemons. All right. <laughs> uh, and she, uh, Shara, um, asks you all to face outwards of the circle. Um, well, I'm still pretty tired. It's pretty early in the morning. It's 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 what needed to maximize the uh, the effect. We have to do this as the sun rises. And Alethra, in your mind, uh, you actually hear Shara's voice say, "And you've." Annulled the agreement you've had with with the princess. I will nod solemnly at her. Said so you're excellent in your mind as well. Um, I nod back. <laughs> Can we get some coffee after this? I've I've done my armor again, by the way. Yep. Uh, you see a shark come to the middle, and she has a bunch of uh, reagents for the ritual. As she grinds up the black orchid in a in a mortar and pestle. Um, and actually it begins to turn into a fine black powder. You know she's pouring in some some liquids uh, into it that have a very strong and fragrant uh, aroma. As you begin to hear, um, call it in a, vo- in a language actually uh, nobody knows, um, as you actually feel wind begin to surround around her. And everyone can feel kind of like wind lifting, lifting up underneath them. As you see her, she reaches back and t- pulls two feathers off of her wings and then crushes them and grinds them up and mixes them in the mortar and pedestal. As she comes up behind each of you, she you can feel like these wet marks, uh, two on, on each side of your neck, just could be drawn down. As she takes this uh, this goop and begins to like smear the those these two lines on the back of your necks, and you feel her um, move to the middle, and then all of a sudden it's not a painful sensation, but it's definitely uncomfortable as the sunlight finally 
rises up. You can feel your back begin to crick. You can hear, uh, for those wearing metal armor, you can hear metal screeching and kind of like displacing people who have uh, leather armor. You can feel like the, the leather begin to give way. You feel like these slots or these slats begin to open up in your back as you feel these two little nubs come out of your shoulder blades. You just kind of like feel like these bones growing. Grow out. wings? Uh, and you actually feel accelerated growth as everyone grows a pair of wings. Whoa! Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> this is new! And they look identical to uh, the wings that uh, Ashara had. And uh, she collapses down in the middle of the circle. As you turn around, you notice that her wings are gone. Mm. <gasps> Whoa. This is that's quite the sacrifice, Asara. I, I hope your wings will return. So they, they will in three days, but this will help you get to Omu faster, so... Uh, You'll be reason for barrier floor. <laughs> I, well, I, I will be staying somewhere else, but uh, the comedy is not, is not lost on me. Uh, give me actually an insight check. It's a 13. 13? Yeah, you may, you may now understand why she kept the hole in her floor a little bit more now. <laughs> oh. Just come over for tea. <laughs> Yikes. What a, what a mean old lady. <laughs> <laughs> As you see, uh, the entire uh, procession of uh, Arakoa bring carry uh, your supplies out. It's like You've been restocked with food, water, uh, full quiver barrels for those that need it. Mm-hmm. And she says... We wish you Uptau's favor on on your journey out. May you may you bring peace to the jungle and Omu once and for all. Uh, and there's the queen just or the princess just stands there stone faced and just does not give you any emotional reaction whatsoever. Uh, I look over her and nod at her. Um, and that's all I do. I fly up in the air like testing my new wings around. Woo! And I shoot the princess a wink. There's no response whatsoever. Okay. Uh, you see Iku say, all right, well, let us, let us make haste. Yeah, Iku does not need this ritual, I assume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, Superman or Supergirl Astro just kind of levitates off the ground. It's like, all right. Mm, yes, let, let us proceed to Omu. And you all take off into the sky, into the westerly, into the westerly skies. Mm-hmm. Um, as you go flying, the first day is kind of just getting used to Flying over the jungle. So actually, before that, was there a way that we can signal them once we've signaled out Omu? Oh, uh, they have scouts there, so... Okay, so they will be able to see, we'll be able to, like, maybe put a sky right or something? Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm, yeah. I will write in the sky when it is time. Okay. Right. Let's say that we've made that original. But words, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, I think you I think you already said that. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, so you guys, the first day flying over the jungle, you're flying... Actually, get the map out so I can make it accurate. I still uh, so want to be part of that meme later. We're no, going, we're going fast. That. Durand is pushing himself as fast as he can go. So you guys want to go How can seven overs? I will say you can go 12 hours before you need a constitution check. So you can keep going afterwards or you can take a, take a break after 12 hours. I, I don't mind doing a constitution check. I think 12 hours is plenty for the first day. Yeah. I don't mind doing a constitution check to see... Uh, yeah? You want to risk exhaustion? Too. Well, I just one, one level. Don't forget, uh, you will have to bed down somewhere either in the trees or on the ground. At right. Night. Yeah. Mm. We still do have to camp. Yeah. Right. So we can still be attacked when we're sleeping. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, let's not. Let's just go the normal speed. I mean. Okay. Well, we go. We go fast. But we'll go twelve hours. Is good. Sure. So twelve okay. times four is. Uh, forty-eight. So you can go. I'll say five. Five hexes. Right. So you get to two. There you go. We're on the edge of the fifth of the fifth hex. Five. 
All right, cool. Mm. We're deep in the jungle. I have gained a new appreciation for the majesty of birds. To be able to fly like this at any time. Yeah, and we'll say you're about like 60, 70 feet off off the ground, maybe about 10, 15 feet over the canopy as you're... It as is you're pretty awesome, there. I guess. Uh, can I look for a tree that is uh, will be a safe tree to land in? Uh, before you do that, I oh. need everyone to give me a perception check. Right. Perception. Of course, of Don't course. Don't your guidance. 11. I'm going to roll some uh, guidance on that. Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, no! One plus a three. Very good. 14. And don't forget to minus five for... Oh, no, you're not minus... You're, you're at normal speed, right? Eight. So, no, seven. we went fast, didn't we? Yeah. Think, yeah, yeah. We, fast. we said 12 hours. Yeah, we're only for 12 hours. 12 hours. Oh, sorry, I meant like like the pace. Are you going like this, like the fast pace to gain an extra hex at the end of your journey, or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you said, well, let's do it. Let's try it for okay. exhaustion. We, so said, we said, let's try it. So. Minus five on your perception. So 11. Oh, 11. Two. But isn't that balanced out by being 70 feet above the jungle so we can see anything coming Depends at us? Depends on what it is. Yeah. Uh, thir- uh, seven. Seven. So we minus the five, right? Yeah. yeah. Two. <laughs> so what'd you get? Eleven. Eleven? That's actually enough. Oh. Uh Duran or sorry, Fenquin and uh yeah, I'm doing it too. It's it's why do we keep doing that? We look nothing alike, guys. Yeah. We're not even the same species. <laughs> uh so Fenquin and Iku actually point out like far off it's, uh, it's not that far off. But you can actually see this floating stone uh in the air. It's actually from your estimate it's about two hundred feet off the ground, and it seems to be in the shape of a heart. Which mm-hmm. is, it's flying like way higher than we are. It's just like hovering. And it's like, it's definitely noticeable to you. And actually, you can actually see it begin to spin and rotate. Um, and it actually has tr- like a dead tree at the top of that kind of gives it like the, the vein appearance. Guys, and you can what see, is that? Well, it's like actually, an island, a yeah. floating island well, you of can't a see it. giant stone. Like a floating mesa. Um, mm. it's, it's off in the distance. It's maybe about uh, 30 miles away from you. Mm. Um, but it appears to also be dripping some some red water coming out oh, Jesus. off the bottom. It's it looks water. exactly like a heart. There's a floating stone heart there. See it? With the tree on top? I don't see anything. Uh, Iku, do you know anything of this? Said, well, I've, I have heard rumors that the there was something called the heart of Ubtal. I've I've never located it before, but mm. I usually stay inside the trees, never fly above the canopy. What do people say about it? Uh, it's... A magical place. It, in theory, the, the the rumors and stories are that it's where Uptal left his heart before he left Chult. Mm. Um, may I do a history check on it? Sure. Uptal's the dinosaur god, right? Yeah. I got 15. 15? Um, you remember hearing some stuff about it in your research in Wakanga's library? Mm-hmm. Um, but you haven't... Nothing solid, like, nothing, like right. aside from like the, like the same legend, their story that Iku told you that's... The place where Utah left his heart before he left Chult. Oh, the Dungar were here to see this. He would be so happy. But is it a dangerous place? He, she says, I, I don't know. It's, it appears to be just a, a rotating rock at this point. Hmm. I think we should investigate. If, if we can learn what happened to Utah, maybe we could summon him back to the island. and He would be able to expel some of the evil here. She says, uh, it's, it's not that far. It's only about 30 miles away. It wouldn't take us. Yes, let us go. So we just start going. Yeah, you. It's uh, it's off to your west a little bit, so you just fly okay. over. Um, you well, notice that the, cautiously. Yeah, you, yeah. You can proceed cautiously. You notice that the sun is actually kind of starting to sink into the west a little bit, and as you come across, like, oh, this is uh, the Aldani Basin. As you look down, you notice like this, like kind of green marshland. Uh, uh, I will fill out your Aldani. Yeah, 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 no problem. Yeah, release the fog warrior. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah. Um, so, oh, this is the Aldani Basin. I didn't realize it was this close to this. And you look at it, it's very much that scene you have Jurassic Park where it's like marshlands and ponds and rivers and stuff. Mm. And you can actually see quite a bit of dinosaurs um, 
uh, roving around in, in... You see how happy they are? Wild and free? No farmers to feed them? I see a bunch of easy prey for bigger dinosaurs with sharper teeth. Mm. If you give me a perception check, you can probably find some. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, 16 plus 2, 18. Yeah, you definitely... Yeah. See? Right there. They're being tailed by an Allosaurus that's going to eat them. How is that better for them? That is it's good, good for nature. Allosaurus. This is the way of the world that they should be eaten. And it's the way of the world that they should be domesticated by people and turned no, into... No. This uh, is a perversion of the true nature of the beast. Uh, as you get to... I fly the... circles around Penguin just singing, <laughs> You're wrong! <laughs> Uh, as you're singing, you're wrong, you get closer to uh, to the stone, and it looks very much like a heart, but you also notice that the tree on the top actually has a round stairway that comes down to a door on the side of the stone. And actually, you notice it spins about maybe like two or three miles, a revolution, but two or three revolutions an hour type of... It's very slow. Yeah. yeah so it's like the revolving slow. restaurant at the CN Tower. Yeah, very, very much so. <laughs> uh, but you do notice that there is a cave entrance on the side of... Uh, Why would you tend mm. to give yourself motion sickness while eating? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, let us... Uh, does it, do we see any dangers on top of it? Anything yeah. that looks like can an attack Can you perception check? Perception? You're at minus five because you went fast. Did I use my right. nature to look if the tree looks dangerous? Nine. Yeah. Uh, so my perception was uh, 18, 12. 13. And then my nature to see if the tree looks dangerous is 12. 12, <laughs> so 12 is actually 12. enough to know that uh, trees like that that are hollow usually are sources of bats, insects, uh, mm. that if you jostle it, maybe something may, may come out. We should be careful. That tree could harbor all sorts of pests. I think we should land on it and see what we can find and maybe camp there. It must be pretty safe. Mm. Yeah, it's a pretty good idea. It'd be hard for uh, velociraptors to get us sleeping here. I'm gonna... <laughs> or undead. Can I roll insight on it? Or flying velociraptors. Can I roll insight on it? Let's see how, like, does it look intimidating? Does it look dangerous? Am I seeing, like, predators? I'd say it's more of a nature check. Nature? Okay. Uh, 11 plus another... 3, Three. yep. So, 14. 14? Yeah, it looks, you know, it's the highest thing you you can see around. It gives you a great view of... The jungle, uh-huh. um, and unless something can fly, so things that you've you've experienced in your past that have flown in the past could uh-huh. get up there. But mm-hmm. other than that, most things are okay. even things that can jump can't make it up because right. it's a good two hundred feet above the. Mm. Okay, well, it would be relatively safe because it's so high up. Uh, I guess we'd only have to worry about any potential uh, predators or anything actually living in the tree. But that's well, about it. We've had a long day of flying. Let's stop here and make camp then. Mm. Let us land and investigate. Yeah, we approach okay. it. Gingerly land in a safe looking spot. Are you landing on the top or at the cave entrance? Uh, cave entrance? Where we, or is there, like, is, is there a place that we can land at the top? Yeah, that's sort of it's like where the tree is. It's kind of like flat and rounded at the um, top. Before we land, can yeah, I roll like an investigation on where we're about to land? I say more perception. Investigation perception? to get closer down okay. to, to look at. But you can still do investigation if you want. Right. Perception's more of a distance investigation. Right, like right, close. right, right. Okay. Uh, so we're, we're, where are we landing? At the top? Yeah, on the top. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Lots of escape routes there. Yeah. I'll oh, get, I'm, I'm hanging back on yeah. either way. I'll, uh, again, I'll first. do a perception just to see, you know, make sure, see if I see, like, maybe any potential traps or something. Mm. Something that would cause, cause any issues. Ooh. 10, 13, but you said minus 5, right? Minus 5. Of eight, yeah. So to 8. If it was yeah. perception, then yeah. So yeah, it looks... 
Looks safe enough. Yeah, it looks safe enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then it looks good. So and you land on it. Feels very almost like limestoney type of rock. Mm, okay. As you land, it feels, uh, but it feels solid. But you definitely stomp down. You can actually hear it has like a hollowness to it as well. Mm. Is there anything here at the top? Just the tree and the stairwell that goes. Do I see anything mm. in the tree that would look like there's? I see bugs there. Signs of bugs. I say, give me a perception check. And you're out because you're oh, actually minus again. Investigation. Uh, yeah. Well, that's perception. Is it still minus five or no? I'll say, I'll say the minus five is, is gone for now because you're not traveling. Moving. Oh. It doesn't matter. Eight. <laughs> yeah. No, it looks, it looks like a hollow tree. It looks like it has the potential to hold stuff. Yeah. This tree could, it could be someone hiding there, but I don't see anyone. So get, keep a distance from the tree. Can I do an investigation? I fly yeah. up by the tree. Does it have any holes in it? Oh, yeah. It's got like a big hole in the middle of the trunk and a big open uh, hole at the top. Like it looks like it's been hollowed out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I fly up to the top of the tree. I look down the hole. Yeah. Do I see anything in there? Give me a perception check. No. Three plus two it's, is fine. It's, it's very dark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But you can't... There, it does feel like there's heat coming off of it, though. Okay. Duran yells down into the tree. Hello! Oh. And oh, now no. we all roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. This swarm of bats is going to get its first hit on as a surprise against Duran. <laughs> swarm of bats. There we go. Bats. Uh, hey, I have dark vision. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so before you yell in, you actually do see these little, like, cloisters, like, little bats cl- stuck to the inside of the tree. Okay. I'm still going to yell, but I brace myself against the side of the trunk so I can pull my face out of the way when they come boiling up. Yeah. Essentially, a plume of bats comes flying out, but because Durant is the closest one, uh, we will roll in the still attack me. Yeah. You're, you're the closest one. <laughs> oh, God. Bats. Oh, bats. God. <laughs> One second. I, I better not have a low rolling session like like what killed Mercy. <laughs> if bats kill you, you deserve to. <laughs> it was fake. Okay. It was fake. Uh, a uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. I'll put Iku there. Dragon bait there. Dur- uh, Fenquin. Uh, four. No, uh, yeah, four. You're going there. Uh, Durand. Nineteen. Nineteen. You're going. There and row four. Ooh, who's got the higher decks? I think row does. Uh, I've got 16 right now. Yeah, and artist Simber and the bats. Iku is going to go first. She's gonna fly over and try and take a whack at the bats. Actually, does she have a oh, she... Okay. <laughs> so she sees Duran yell into a tree. It's just like, oh, here we go again. Better get my bat whacking stick. Yep. She's going to hit, is going to hit the bat, or the swarm of bats, uh, but because it's a swarm, it has resistance to all, mm. uh, or very, very yeah. various resistances, as she whacks a bat and does not, and knocks that bat unconscious. Is a swarm a single bat? A swarm is considered a single bat. A swarm is considered a... Durand, you are... Alright, Durand uh, immediately draws his uh, obsidian scimitar and starts slashing it through the cloud of, uh, of bats. Okay, roll it up. Uh, 11 plus 5 is 16. That's a hit. Uh, so that action. is... Hunter sets. Um, to use. Wait, I can sneak attack on this. Am I... I am within 5 feet of this creature. Mm-hmm. No yeah. other creatures are within 5 feet. And um, I don't have disadvantage. Iku's next to it, but yes. So you get... Iku's within 5 feet. Oh, yeah, thanks she, for spoiling my sneak attack, Iku. Do you still get sneak attack because she's an ally? Oh, because she's an ally adjacent to it. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah if yeah. I have an ally adjacent. Okay, cool. Uh, so that's... <laughs> 
I forgot, I forgot about the damage. normal way that I get sneak attack. <laughs> sneak attack. Two against the swarm. Nine plus sneak attack swarm. One plus <laughs> four. Thirteen, Thirteen slashing damage. Divide by two is six. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you Ooh. actually do slash away at, at a lot of the bats. All right, hey, and then attack I, the bats. Then I fly away from the bats, uh, thirty feet, uh, yeah. kind of up and away. Yeah, and they don't throw it because of your swash. Because of fan- uh, fancy footwork, yeah, yeah, they don't get an opportunity attack. And then what the heck? I'll dash as a bonus action, and I'll uh, get a further some sixty feet away from the bats. Yeah, you can be flying up in the air. You can be down on the on the thing. Alethra, you are up. Um, this is kind of like a three D fight, so I figure we don't need to. Yeah, yeah no problem. Out. Uh. Wait, hold! I will try and befriend them. Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll hold my action then uh, <laughs> till after. Uh, um, actually, so I'll, I'll go up uh, next to Iku, yep. but I'll hold my action so that so I can protect Iku if she gets attacked. Uh, but I'll hold my action until after. Uh, I can thank you. Yeah, uh, the bats. Um, actually, you see. Actually, give me a perception check, uh, Alethra. Uh, ooh, that's actually pretty good. That's 23. 23? You notice that cheaper. the bats are completely ignoring Iku. They've flown oh, yeah. and moved over her space. Uh-huh. They're moving on towards you. Okay. But yeah. they have no, it looks like they have no intentions of attacking Iku. <gasps> Iku's a vampire. <gasps> I don't think that's the case. <laughs> oh, that is a natural 20. Oh, okay. you got critted by bats, son. That's more. <laughs> Get ready for 4d4. Actually, sorry, uh, it is 8d4. Holy crap. That's, that's actually a lot. Yeah, if, if you roll well enough. Yeah. That's 3. I'm pretty confident I'll survive this hit the best. <laughs> that be 32, I guess. I mean, you're minimum getting 8 damage. So. 32, and it'll trend towards the middle. 7. Yeah. Like, uh, 11. 15. 19. That's still a lot. 18. 8 yeah. times 2. So it'll trend towards 16. Yeah, it looks like yeah. once the bats. Ignored, they zeroed in on Lethra. They swarm in there. They're crawling down your armor. They're in your hair, biting your ears, biting your face. Uh, Dragonbait is going to come up. He's going to multi-attack with his winged, his winged flight. Dragonbait can fly? Yeah, he's part of the ceremony. All right, artist. <laughs> like we can all fly. Darn. <laughs> Everyone can fly. That's uh, that's two hits uh, with his D10s. He's just going to forego the shield. Uh, no, don't kill them! Oh, uh, I got some bad news for you because here come the radiant hits as well. Oh no! Uh, so that is. Do you radiant damage? What kind of bads are these? No, he does radiant damage. Oh, yeah. Dragon Bait does. It's a 16, 26. He's, yeah, he's like a crazy paladin. Mm. Hmm. It's 26 slashing and 13, 19. 21 radiant as you see this holy light just go searing through. Whoa, he smoked them? And you smoked the swarm of bats. No! Oh no! Why did we kill them? Oh no, don't. Because they attacked us. They were scared. You shouted in their hole. Yeah, well, I wanted to make sure there weren't any monsters in there. And lo and behold, there was a cloud of bats. Could you not see them? Could you not see that many bats inside of a tree? I mean, not in time. That's a lie. <laughs> Roll <inside. laughs> uh, oh, Twelve. Uh, my deception is sixteen plus six, twenty-two. Well, you should be more careful. <laughs> Sorry, I'll definitely be more careful. I fly down to the entrance of the cave and go, "Hello!" Uh, <laughs> I find that is a... what the heart looks like to you guys. Whoa, wow. cool. I find like oh, a nice. little bat that is like There's the bats, to life the little, and I see, feel it. There's a cloud of bats in the picture, so they had to come out of the tree. Mm. 
But I, I'm trying to find any bats that look like they're sort of clinging to life and, and, and healing all, them up. They've all been incinerated by holy oh, light. Oh, no. From dragon bait. What a massacre. Uh, Durant, as you get to the cave, the cave is musty and, dim, and dimly lit by daylight, filtering down through the hollow, petrified tree trunk 20 feet above. A pool of dirty rainwater occupies the central 20 feet of the floor between the natural pillars formed by the roots of the petrified tree. Three tall bookcases stand against the wall mm. to the right of the cave entrance, and a desk several wooden crates stand against the left-hand wall. Opposite the entrance are two open doorways into a smaller chamber between them and a large iron cage. I call back. I'm like, guys, I, I think somebody lives here. It's Jedi text. Mm, I'm coming. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, stay back. Let me scout it out. No, First. no. I'm we want to know. We want to look. They're not going to see me. You're not stealthy. Actually, wait. You've got that spell. We're shouting back and forth. I'm pretty sure they know. I lowered my voice. You just yelled hello <laughs> twice into that big hole. I think that we have lost the element of surprise, Durant. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good point. <laughs> uh, Durant, as you come in, you notice that the the water from the pool kind of drips out towards you, and it has a kind of a, a rusty red color to it. I'll have to drink that. No. I will take a look at it, though. Uh, investigation? <laughs> I dare you. I oh, wait, I have a herbal in the kit. This, this helps. Na- nature would probably be best. Me too. Sure. Uh, more like nature. Not that time, though. Uh, it's a nine. Hmm. Wait, let I me take a look at that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Can I... Try not to How many, uh, 24. 24? <laughs> it looks like there's some possibly rust de- or iron deposits in... The stone somewhere that's causing the water to kind of dye itself red. Oh. Mm, blood has iron in it. Well, Strangely. I think this is probably not blood, though. Mm, no, it's rusty water, but it is a heart. I thought the symbolism was poetic. So just so that I know where we are now. Are we Are we actually in there now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we've all flown down. Uh, can I look at the bookcases? You absolutely can. I super want to. <laughs> is there a desk or something? Yeah. There is a desk, yes. Any chests around? Uh, not in the room you can see. I start. I guess I start poking around for valuables. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm, like, I'm also going to roll an investigation. So I'm going to go around the table oh. just so we get it uh, organized and stuff like that. So, so if, first, uh, is there any evidence of like is this place in current use? Yes, it looks still fairly recent. Okay. Like, not, nothing looks like it has a layer. Of in fact, Dust. it actually looks for it be kind of like a decrepit cave. It actually looks finely kept. Uh, Iku Ar- Arisa. Who do you think lives here? You see, you could say Shrider's like, I have no idea. This is my first time stepping in here. And Artis says, well, whoever whoever is here looks like they've made themselves quiet at home. The, the cage kind of disturbs me a little bit. Uh, and Dragon Bait gives you the smell of honeysuckle. Oh, is um, uh, he's concerned, right? All right, so I'll, I'll investigate the bookshelf then. Okay, so for the bookshelf, this is like a Lethra's jam. These are books about the history of Chult, the history of Omu, and you can see each of these books are ancient and they predate the spell plague. What? Wow. This is a this is a Trevor Trove of information. The the resources here. Whoever whoever is here is is the guardian of uh, works that would drive Wakanda wild. Wakanda? Wakanda. Oh, Wakanda. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, I, 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 I said that wrong. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is understandable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you could, yeah, if you want to do research, uh, each, it'll take you about an hour for each uh, role you do, but you could absolutely research it if you wanted to. It looks like this place is built in, in Alethra's mind. This is a place that is hard to get to, is super quiet, and is isolated from everybody, and nothing but books. Oh my gosh. 
I, I have to admit, everybody, I, I would love to just stay here and, and, and read this information, but... Uh, read the stuff on Omu so we know what we're heading towards. And then bring the rest with you. What's what's near the desk? Before we get to the, the uh, research parts. The desk. The desk just looks like a writing desk. It doesn't have any... Uh, drawers. drawers or anything like I guess that. It's got drawers on it, but nothing. Like, it just has like parchments and writing utensils on it. Hmm. The ink still looks uh, liquid and fresh, though. Where do we think the... I, I don't want to be so rude to as, as, as rifle through somebody else's property, but what, where do we think the guardian of this place is? So we've already kind of crossed that uh, that bridge. Let's just think about it in the library. You'll borrow the books. We'll bring them back on the way back. Oh, I, I think taking them out of this place would be uh, a terrible crime. I, I, I couldn't remove these from the library. <laughs> Durand is already, like, stuffing books in his, <laughs> his, his cloak. Durand, he's, like, he's looking for, like, the prettiest ones. The ones that, like, a collector would be would want on their shelves. They, you're not a book guy, but the the you can see, like, some of them have, have like, metal bindings mixed with leather Ooh, on people them. People pay more but for metal. they're all tarnished, and they all look exceptionally old, but in great condition. These are probably super valuable. These will go great in my, uh, my museum of Chilton Adventures that I'm thinking about opening. The, the information here has to be shared with all of the people of, of Chulte. I don't think the owner of this place would agree with you. That's probably why they're keeping it away from everyone. Uh, well, hmm, I, I, I consider that. That's right, and I agree with you, so we should take them. Hmm. These are precious. To share with the people of Chulte. Who are we taking them from? We could be causing the wrath of a very powerful foe. There are two other rooms you have yet to explore as well. Well, hey, let's see if maybe we can find the person who lives here. Maybe we can work out some kind of deal to borrow them. Mm, perhaps you could return later and copy the works down or something. If they're amenable to that. I, I, I would like permission. <laughs> <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, before let's, before we settle in, let's, uh, can I knock on one of the two doors? Oh, they're, 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 oh, they're, they're just open? They're just open, yeah. It looks like the one of the rooms had, like, the doors open on it, so right. it's not closed anymore. Um, as you get up close to it, it smells. Like, it stinks. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. What, what would you describe the smell as? Uh, mm. Definitely decay, putridness. Like, it oh. smells. Mm. It smells bad. Uh, does it smell like a dead body? Give me a medicine check. Mm. You must be good at those. Uh, it's 13. 13? It definitely smells like something has died and decayed in there. Uh, Wait, oh, oh. What room is that stench coming from? This one in front of me here. Oh, mm, uh, The smell of a cadaver. Dark, I don't recognize it anywhere. Dark inside? Uh, well, it's dimly lit. Dimly lit. Dimly lit. Uh, I'll walk in. Hello? Hello? It, the smell gets... Give me a constitution save. Uh, I, uh, oh, no. Uh, that's only a... Uh, seven. Seven, you hear a laughter begin to retch on the oh. inside. As mm. You're now poisoned for the next hour. Okay. Can I use druid craft? I guess I wouldn't have. Uh, can I roll a detect, <laughs> use my herbalism kit to like roll a detect poison or something? Um, it's not so much. Herbalism is for like making Ugh. potions. No, you, but you can, use, you can use it, but it has to be like a liquid. You can use your nature food. survival to identify plants. It's it's food a, sources, others. That's a reactive food. bonus. I'll use my that's second wind. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you didn't lose any damage, you just... No, I did earlier, though. Oh, okay. uh, so, I gained back uh, 13 mm. hit points. Sweet, I'm back up into my 30s. Yeah, Alethra comes out, like, arm on the wall, and you oh, kind of wow. feel just, like, just the pit of your stomach oh. is just, like, flushed out. Oh. I shouldn't have gone there first. So we're uh, we're not sleeping here, or can we 
What is it? Can we clean it out? Can I do an investigation here? Sure. All right. Uh, guidance. <laughs> uh, that's uh, 16. 16? Yeah, you can tell that there was many things uh, occupying this place. Uh-huh. It looks like you can see like kind of like rags of like what appears to be clothing and, and whatnot. Uh, like uh-huh. Nothing ser- nothing like a, like a pile, so, but just like scraps of it. Right. You can actually see uh, someone's... Um, uh, almost looks like a page written out, like ripped out of a out of a journal, uh-huh. and it says Jandar on it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess point out everything that, like you said, it's like, oh, it seems like a lot of people were here. Uh, there's some sort of struggle, and and there's a page ripped out. It oh, says, it doesn't look like a struggle. Oh, okay. Like a struggle okay. It just looks messy. And- okay. So it look it looks messy. Yeah. It looks it's really messy, and uh, I I grab the page and look at and look at it. I say the name out loud. Gendar. Does anybody... Does that ring a bell for anyone? Nope, never heard of it. Hmm. Boss lady? Uh, 20... Uh, 22. Yeah, artists, First time. artists and EQ are both like... If I become an animal that eats... It's <laughs> like a scavenging animal that would eat dead corpses, would I still be subject to that rolling the dice? Mm, I'd say no. If you become a vulture or something like that, no. I can't become a vulture because it's flying, but I was thinking maybe like a rat. Rats live in garbage. Carrion beetle? Yeah. <laughs> carrion beetle would definitely do it. Where's a carrion beetle? They might also have a fly speed, though. Carrion beetles? Uh, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. We'll figure it out. Let me have a giant fire beetle. Or, um... That eats fire, Trevor, not carrion. Does the ritual <laughs> still apply to him if he transforms into a beast? Yeah, it still does. Because yeah. he still has wings, no matter what you turn into? Oh. Yeah. You could be a flying wolf. Yeah, you That's could. the most metal thing of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Wolves eat... Dick- well, they don't eat... They eat fresh stuff. Yeah, wolves mm. are... Yeah, they like to kill their prey. A badger... Did anyone actually look in the room? What is causing the stink? Uh, yeah, since I thought it would be part of my investigation, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it looks like uh, corpses have been in this room. Okay. But there are no corpses. It's empty. It's completely okay. empty. Oh, but it just uh, has yeah. a lingering smell. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, so yeah, I mentioned that as well. There's there's no bodies in here, but there were definitely there are definitely why dead bodies. Why would it stink so right bad now. if there's no bodies hey, in there right hey, now? Hey, uh, Fenquin, why don't you cast a little bit of Druidcraft and change up the smell of this place? I, am, I don't believe my druid craft would be powerful enough, but I try. Put lemons in there. Do you have any wind magic? Uh, not today. <laughs> uh, you, you also get the distinct sense smell of ham. Mm. Well, that is you probably... Oh. Uh, or Dragon bait. Dragon bait. Ham is Are you concerned? Trading? Yeah. Isn't it worried? Being worried? Yeah, he's worried. Uh, when of you should have written, written this down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Dragonbait. Uh, I feel that's a little bit more of a uh, Thanquin thing. <laughs> Dragonbait, what uh, artist? What do you? What, what's worrying Dragonbait? So, if Dragonbait is concerned at the the smell of of corpses, that's how did the corpses get up here? Essentially, and who are they? Where did they go? Would worry me more. Jandar. And what is Jandar? It looks. It looks like the name of, a, of a, like someone's name inside a journal. Like it looks like a red right. page. Yeah. Right, right. That's the only thing written on the page. Yeah. I like. Like it's like a. Like not like a full page. Like a. Yeah. Oh. I. Uh, I, I. What's in the keep other the page one? with me? <laughs> I keep the page with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you want to explore the other room? I think we should see who else is. Oh, here! Oh, my stomach. Yeah. So let's take a look in the other room. Uh, give me an Arcana check. Or if, you, if someone's trained in Arcana, then you don't need to do the check at all. I think I might be trained in Arcana. Uh, Artis is actually trained. No, I'm not. I'm not. Sorry. No, none of us are trained in Arcana. Uh, <laughs> no, that was Mercy. Artis is actually trained in Yeah, but I, I also rolled uh, 17 on that. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a teleportation circle. Oh. In the other room. Yeah. Oh. Oh. 
teleportation circle. Whoever is here can be almost anywhere else. We could, we well, to Obu. They could just come and go from here. Well, the circle would probably connect to another place. Um, One place in general. We well, if we're going to stay here, then we better be on our guard, because that means somebody could teleport in here at any time. Hmm. Yes. Well... I volunteer you for first watch. I could set a, sna- a magic... Sp- oh, I can't set a magic snare. If we wait till tomorrow, I can set a magic snare. I don't think we're staying here for multiple nights. No. <laughs> no, we're just going to... I mean, I know you time. want to. You want to read all these books, don't you? I, 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 I don't want to read all Well, look, books. the way I see it, the people who lived here are probably dead. That's what the corpse smell is. We could take the books, spread the knowledge, pass it forward. Uh, but what if they're bringing people here to kill them, and then the smell is of all their victims? In a library? Why would you... Why would you do that? What's your reading on the place, Iku? Iku says it's unsettling that the, the the cage combined with the corpses. Maybe there was like some type of experimentation here. Like who? Mm. This could be anything. Maybe this is someone trying to figure out the death curse as well, and they've been studying bodies or. Well, Alethra, on your watch, how about you look around and see if you can find any uh, books about evil experiments here? Um, yeah. Well, I, I think I will. Since, since we're here for the night, I might as well do some reading. I call dibs on the not stinky room. Mm. Yeah, I think that we'll also sleep in here in the yeah, office. You can, actually, you can actually close the door to the non stinky room. Yeah, as well. let's do that. Let's close oh. both those doors. And then could you magically lock it the, somehow? The cave to the uh, teleportation circle, the, the entrance to the teleportation circle, does not have a door. It's just open. Ah, it's just open. Okay. So we can't barricade it. Oh, that's the, oh, so the stinky room is the one that has the door. Yeah, okay. Iku, I, I, I hate to ask for this, but do you have anything that could. Settle my stomach. <laughs> uh, she actually can. She casts uh, lesser restoration on you. Sweet. All right. No longer poisoned. <laughs> Puts her hand. And you kind of feel warm. You feel like you use that like that nauseous like churning at the bottom of your of your stomach. Oh, feeling. thank you so much. That will really set my eye, my mind at ease here when I get down to some serious reading. Mm. All right. Would you like to give me your? So the way I'm going to do this for each investigation check will mm-hmm. take you an hour. All right. And you can look for a topic, if you will. All right, I'm going to look at the book Can, it, can anybody help her or Omu. anything? All right, nope. you're trained in investigation. Yes, right I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so I actually... She, uh, she just gets advantage then. Okay. I walk up to uh, to Elethra and, um, and you know, I'm, uh, I'm a, pretty, I'm a, I'm a pretty, pretty quick reader. I went through your journal, as you saw, pretty quickly. Why don't you let me help you? Just keep bringing it and up. I, 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 uh, I, I immediately actually take one of the books and start flipping, taking the second book and start flipping through it, and start making uh, like uh, putting like uh, little bookmarks where I think information would be interesting for Alethra to look at. Mm-hmm. Give me a so, uh, uh, so I give you an, an advantage. Yeah, and do you want to give me a guidance? Guidance, yeah, guidance. <laughs> do you want that guidance on there? Investigation. Oh please. no, mm-hmm. uh, that's not a great one from for uh, Alethra. A little distracted. Twelve. Uh, so no, it's oh, well, it's nine plus f- uh, five, so it's fourteen. Fourteen, unfortunately, not enough, enough to get. You're it. still feeling kind of like that queasiness as you spend an hour just kind of flipping through. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of times taken is you're also probably doing some translations as they're all written in. It looks like a form of Cholten, but it actually looks like in a language called Omuan or Old Omuan. Oh, okay. A mixture of the two. Uh, 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 so I'll call over Iku. Iku. Uh, this language, uh, it, it's, it's quite unfamiliar to me. I, I've been not really able to decipher much uh, of the information. Do you happen to read any of this? She says, oh, yes, I can read and speak all languages. Oh, well. Oh? <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get that? She's like, well, you have to be as round as, around as long as I have. 
I hope to be. Um, <laughs> let's keep taking that linguist feat. <laughs> oh, uh, and because you actually did a research or an investigation check, mm-hmm. uh, because you just took the time to look through, you find two scrolls, two spell scrolls of, of arcane gate. Oh, what does that do? Essentially, you open a gate somewhere and you can you open up gate two places and you can walk through and. Sweet, that goes with my magic missile and firebolt scrolls. Can we use that to get to Ulmo right away? <laughs> I think that was a range of like 500 feet or something oh. like that. It's like, it's like Dim Door, but for like yeah, yeah. a more permanent Dim, dim Door. Okay. Oh. Still. Right. Do you wish to do a second investigation? I sure do. <laughs> the hour two. Uh, yeah, I think I can do this for for four hours before I have to go to sleep sure. for our long rest. Uh, let's, let's see if uh, this goes a little bit better. And uh, yeah, Rogue continues on. Way better. Uh, that is twenty-three, twenty-eight. Let me know if you get any ninety twenties as well. So, what do you want to know? Um, I guess I want to know about Omu. Uh, Omu, and... you find a lot on Omu. Let <laughs> me bring up the appropriate Omu section, and I'm just gonna read it. Uh, okay, so right from the source, uh, Omu was once a jewel in Schultz's crown. Built over rich mineral veins, the city garnered wealth in abundance. Omu and joy was coveted far and wide, and the city's merchants grew fat on commerce. To enter Omu, it was said, was to enter the gates of paradise itself. Such, such wealth brought greed. Omu's hunger for slaves made her, ruler, made her rulers demand even greater tribute from their neighbors. When their vassals couldn't pay in flesh, they paid in blood. Omuans feared le- Omuans, Omu's feared legions marched across Chult. The Omuans' greed and hubris angered the god Uptau, causing him to turn his back on Omu 200 years ago. Long before he abandoned the rest of Chult, Omu's clerics lost their spells and the city fell to sickness and disease. Slave uprisings racked Omu and its nobles fled in droves. Maps showing Omu's location were destroyed and its coins were melted down and reminted. Fallen from grace, Omu became known as the Forbidden City. And had his history erased. Oh. Interesting. They caused him to leave. Interesting. Mm, neat. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, open another book. All right. And I'm going to try to learn about Dendar the Night Serpent. Mm. Actually, I can tell you from just off the start, this is all Omuin. Oh, it's all Omuin from here? History, yeah. Um, okay, so if I'm reading just the Omuin book, uh, what else do I want to know about the Omuin? It's uh, pre-spell play as well. Yeah, I'll, oh yeah, I'll free. But this has been updated with stuff since then? No, no, this has not been updated. This is, okay. It looks like someone someone has gotten the books right as Omu fell and saved them. Mm. And this is the library, it looks like. Or what's mm. left of it. Uh, Alright, I'm going to do an investigation check. Mm-hmm. Um, eh, not as good. That is uh, 13 plus 5, that's 18. 18. You do find reference that in the wake of Omu's fall mm-hmm. and that Uta leaving, that there was something kind of like a celestial or a divine power vacuum. And these things known as the nine trickster gods moved into moved into Omu and yeah. took the position of Utau. And with Utau gone, primal spirits arose from the rainforest to bewitch the remaining few Omuans. 
They disguise themselves as jungle creatures and promise greater power in return for devotion. Desperate for redemption, the Omuans tore down their temple to Utau and raised shrines to these new trickster gods. These new deities were divisive and often cruel. Too weak to grant miracles to every follower, they concocted elaborate trials to winnow the clergy. On holy days, the metal of aspirant priests were tested in their nine shrines, with deadly consequences for failure. The trials provide entertainment for the degenerate Omuans and fed, and fed their weakening gods much-needed sacrifices. For nine decades, the city folk lived by the mantras of their, of their trickster gods. They built statues in their names and schemed against each other to assert their chosen gods' dominance. Omu's glorious past was lost, but its people endured. Yeah. And you have, there are names and descriptions of the nine trickster gods. I'll, I'll take those. <laughs> All right, get ready for some more writing exposition. They're just like what? essentially a description of the god and right. kind of like a little fact about them. Oh, man. So the first one is Ijin, I apostrophe J-I-N. is the god of all mirages, which are like unicorn bunnies. Oh. Ijin the Almirage is fickle and unpredictable. Mm. Okay. There is Kubazan, the frog hemoth. Who? K-U-B-A-Z-A-N. Mm-hmm. Is wilded, is wild and spirited. Mm-hmm. Sound made up. <laughs> the next one is Moa, M-O-A. Mm-hmm. Moa the Jakui is truthful and kind. Oh. He's not as much of a trickster god then. Well, uh, <laughs> he's the god of gentle teasing. Or, or maybe like, oh, I'm truthful and kind, but that's not the full truth. <laughs> uh, Nang Nang, the grung. I know about Nang Nang. <laughs> is selfish and cruel. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, Obolako. Although, a bit of a turn uh, for <laughs> Nang Nang. Uh, O-B-O apostrophe L-A-K-A. Uh, Obolaka the Zorbo is nervous and obsessive. Zorbos are kind of like magical koala bears. <laughs> He's possessive so. and... Uh... Nervous and obsessive. Oh, obsessive. Yeah. And the next one is Papa Zotol. <laughs> P-A-P-Z-O-T-L. Mm-hmm. Papa Zotto the Ibli is shrewd and conniving. Mm-hmm. And then there's Shagambi, S-H-A-G-A-M-B-I. Shagambi the Kamadan is wise and virtuous. And then Unk. How do you spell that? U-N-K-H. No, I missed the H. Unk the Flail Snail. Oh no! Is self-absorbed and indecisive. Mm, definitely absorbing, anyway. <laughs> and the final one is Wongo. Wongo the Sioux Monster is violent and deranged. Sioux Monster? Yeah, it's like a psychic monkey. Psychic uh, monkey. Evil monkey. Well, all monkeys are evil. It's true. Even people? <laughs> Especially people. Yeah. Okay. Once, once a piece gets big enough, <laughs> they like cracks out of hand. Awesome. Good notes. Go to the respective <laughs> enclosure corners. Um, I guess I'll do one final check before bed. All right. Uh, sweet. That is 26. Uh, Just over the 25 mark you needed. Nice. You find in one of the books is actually uh, a couple of pages that are freshly written. Oh. Mm. Oh. 
<laughs> like this. Oh, they're in Elven. Uh, even better. I read that. <laughs> I'm so reading that. I'm so reading that. They relate to the Soulmonger. Oh yeah. And Rasnisi. Oh my God. Give me it. Give me it, baby. These are all my favorite subjects. Oh yes. Right in my ears and eyes. We'll put a post-it note on that page. Like you want to read. Read this. So about 50 years ago, the Yuantai slithered in from Hisari to Omu. They built what they what this person thinks is a grand underground temple beneath the old palace, mm. waiting for their god Dendar the Night Serpent. At some point, unclear, Rasnisi entered the city. He once had an army of the undead to wage war on the holy city of Nezril. Rasnisi wormed his way into the Yuantai society mm. and became one of them and is now running the UNT in, in Omu. Mm. It looks like he's plotting to... on word. Mm. <laughs> it looks like he's plotting to bring Dendar the Night Serpent into the world to seal its doom. Oh, yeah. Just just classic, I couldn't have what I wanted, now everyone dies. Yeah. And for, in regards to the Soulmonger, it looks like... Um, I'll give you an image later on, but it looks like there actually is a sketch of it. Oh. It looks like a big glass cylinder with like We're metal. totally copying someone else's homework. Metal fastenings and, and whatnot. Mm. Um, and it looks like these are notes on how to study and even duplicate oh, wow. the Soulmonger. Interesting. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. I'm pooped. <laughs> Duran's going to take the second watch. So you could wake me when you're ready. All right. So you guys going to crash for the night? Mm-hmm. <coughs> well, I assume the rest of us went to bed, and that's, that's okay. what Alephra was doing on the first watch. The, yeah, for the first two of us, we've been yeah. reading for a bunch, yeah. and so that we'll, we'll go to bed. All right, Duran takes the second watch while everyone is asleep. Wait, mm-hmm. I'll take the second watch with Duran, too, because we're doing Oh, yours. no need, no need. <laughs> oh, you stayed up with uh, yeah, oh, she, Yeah, she was assisting me. <laughs> <time. You're> so <laughs> cute. Oh, and then what, Dragon Bait and uh, Artist uh, uh, and Iku all get to sleep all night? We're paying them. Okay. Actually, Iku doesn't sleep. She's not sleeping right now. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Duran goes around. Uh, he peruses the library, uh, much like uh, Alethra did, but he's not actually reading any of the books. Mm-hmm. He's just looking for the ones that look the most old and expensive looking. The ones that, like, a stuffy collector would see it and gasp and offer me whatever I want for it. That's what I'm looking the for. The ones you're looking at for actually look like the ones that Alethra is reading right now. Well, no, I, she... Well, I've just put them bed, back, yeah. I guess. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. those ones. Well, unless you keep them. Okay, great. So, I select those, and uh, I stuff them into my pack to take with us. Yeah. So, how many books... Uh, who took my pencil? I'll be three oh. books. <laughs> Thank you. They're, they're large and kind of unwieldy, like they're big, but you can put them in your pack. No three tomes? Three tomes. Three tomes of Omuin history. Tomes. Yeah. Higher tomes. I am actually collecting uh, quite the collection of uh, oddities. That uh, I may open a, sh- a, a museum or something <laughs> when we go back to town someday. <laughs> that was uh, that was always um... Durant's Believe it or not, that's <laughs> his, that's his yeah, retirement. Totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's his See retirement. These plan. amazing treasures yeah. taken from the jungles of Chult. That yeah. was always Dolce's plan, but <laughs> then he lost all those artifacts. <laughs> oh yeah, he kept the arms, right? <laughs> Poor no, guy. Actually, he was going to open a merch a merch table for uh, yeah. 
for Tarek Instead, yeah. he's just trapped in it for eternity. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how we want. That's how we wanted to go out, man. Either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. All right, you so, mean Tarek? <laughs> see yourself become the Tarek. Yeah, Alethra, you you easily see Duran just like taking books off the bookshelf. Well, I, yeah, I may have actually just not seen it because I was falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, but there, but I, Iku and whoever else hey, stays up absolutely watch is. those books. Wait, am I still up? I don't know. No, I'll say, I'll say you you yeah. crashed as well. All right, cool. You see Iku say, "Are you sure you want to do that? This is this is quite. We are invading someone else's." Look, the way I see it, the person who lived here is a either dead because they died in that room, or b a weirdo murderer, and this is their murder library. So either way, I don't feel that bad about preserving ancient knowledge and, sp- and allowing someone else to learn from it. Would, would you really want someone to anger a weirdo murder person who has a weirdo murder library? That's why we're on watch, in case they come back. Oh, okay. Well, what happens after we leave? Who cares? We won't be here anymore. They have a teleportation circle, though. Yeah, that allows them to teleport to this murder library. Because that's the only magic they'll ever know. Well, I mean, you can't uh, wander around wondering what magic what people know. There's wizards in the world. You can get killed by lightning any time. I don't let it bother me. I'm just saying they can probably find us very easily. How would they find us? Do you know anything about divination magic? No, I think we both know the answer to that is no. (laughs) Well, well, some clerics, some spellcasters are adept at finding objects and people. Especially their own property. <laughs> well, then we better, uh, we better make sure we sell this to someone else quickly, then. <laughs> First rule of the streets, Iku. Let me, I know you... Actually, I don't know anything about where you grew up. But where I grew up, one of the first rules when you get your hands on something is you got to get quick turnover. Make sure somebody else is holding the bag, not you. Says, right, and, and how fast do you think you're going to sell that from, from now? Well, I mean... I don't know. Are there shops at Omer? You actually hear a voice from behind you and a voice say, there are no shops within hundreds of miles of here. Whoa, who was that? You turn around and you see actually from the teleportation circle. God damn it. Who was on watch? You. You. (laughs) You weren't part of this conversation. What were you paying attention to? Who showed up? Uh, We don't know yet. I'm going to tell you. Because immediately you smell violets. Oh. That's a good smell. Right? You see Iku grab Duran by the shoulder and pull you, and you just, it's almost like a saving private Ryan moment of slow motion of Whoa. fear and terror as she's looking over. You see this beautiful high elf just standing like these. Well, I don't see it's behind me. Yeah, but everyone else sees like this beautiful high elf in like these long uh, red and purple robes as she looks quite, not stunned, but kind of dismissive of everyone who's in her chambers um and it's kind of like the slow motion of you see the high elf go artists and you see artists go volindra and you see eco grabbing duran and flying out the front cave yelling almost in slow-mo Lich! oh <laughs> <laughs> whoosh whoosh <laughs> We're going to need to roll initiative now. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, lich. Ooh, Wait, is a Lich undead? 20 on initiative. Oh, no. Yes, they Liches certainly are. Very much 20. Part. That's very my favorite part. enemy. What does that mean? I also got 20 on initiative. Natural 20 and that's 20. What do favorite enemies mean? Oh, you have zero on initiative. Plus zero, yeah. <laughs> Wait, why'd you have advantage on it? I didn't. Oh. 
That's not my die. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Do I look like I use blue dice? No, You're accusing me of using blue dice? Do I look like a blue no, dice? That's my die, actually. Yeah, that's yours. <laughs> I see. All my dice are blue. Uh, oh, yeah, this is now. Oh, I gotta roll for everybody else as well. Three NPCs. <laughs> Um, I rolled uh, only a eight. Uh, we, is this considered a long rest that we've had, or no? No. no. Boy, no, I'm was not really set up for combat here, but well. <sighs> Way to keep a watch on that door there, Franklin. No, I think I had like 32 hit points. I was watching, I was keeping a watch on you, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not the threat! <laughs> what was violence? You know what I'm going to do. Fear? No. Oh my god, we're going to die. Possibly. There's seven of us. Yeah. Artist knows this person. Okay, I'll keep it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm kind of curious about that. Oh, one. I'm super curious about this. <laughs> Too bad I was asleep. <laughs> or, All right. Or like not really awake. Alethra, what did you get? Uh, only an eight. What did violets mean again? I can't remember. Okay, violets mean ambush. Then first. Uh, Although oh, artists seem to know her. Yeah, I'm very yeah. What did he what was the name he said? Valindra. 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 How do you know Lich? Artist Are you a Lich? Goes Alethra. A Fenquin, what'd you get? Uh twenty. Whoa, Fenquin. Yeah. That's right. Damn son. I get to actually go before everyone kills everything. <laughs> You're feeling better. Um, I didn't do anything last time either because well, you told me not to. Sorry, uh, I, got I got a 12. I use uh, animal friendship on the bats. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> 12. I didn't realize I'd go uh, so far back down there. 25. 25. Max initiative. You're still not going first. Well, my max initiative. Uh, well, I mean, that means Iku's going first. <laughs> it, it does mean Iku's going first. <laughs> and she's fast. All right. Does she just have max stats on everything? <laughs> She's pretty good. <laughs> Iku uh, grabs Durand. Do you want to resist the grapple attempt or not? I have no idea what she's pulling me away from because I didn't even she, see the... She the, turns you around, but you see like, this beautiful high elven... She I, said the word I, lich, though. I smile. I'm like, I start to wave to the but beautiful you, elven lady as I'm being yanked You feel away. your feet give away. Whoa! And she's, gonna, she's carrying you, so she's going half speed, but you're going to go 90 feet out the door. Jeez! When Iku's this scared of something, it's usually a bad thing. Durand, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm not actively resisting her. Yeah. Okay, so I turn around uh, to Iku, and I'm like, what What are you doing? She, you see her. There's a lich in there. You see her, like, drop you off. And that beautiful elf lady? She's like... She's hiding something, and I can see it. But artists seem to know her. It does. It doesn't matter. Uh, do you want to do anything for your turn? You're ninety feet outside the door. Um, I'll take out my crossbow. I'll fly down so I can kind of like so I have line of sight through the the mm-hmm. cave. I'm holding it ready, but not aiming. And I'm going to if the uh, if this Valindra attacks one of my companions, then I'll shoot her. Right. So I'm holding my action. Fenquin. You saw Iku grab Duran and fly out the door. Uh, so she's not um, attacking anyone? She hasn't gone yet. She hasn't gone yet. She hasn't done anything oh, yet. But, but Artis knows her. So I'm going to... Uh, can I like do a thing with my bonus action and hold my real action? Uh, yeah. Y- yes. Okay, yeah. so I will uh, cast the bear... Sp- I summon a bear spirit. Yeah. Uh, you actually see that the Chewinga magic that you've been used to... Is actually suppressed here, and it actually becomes a bear spirit. The first time you've actually seen like the spirit of a oh, bear visible. Oh, mm. Strange magic. 
And then I will hold my action. Do I have to say what I'm going to do? Yeah, yeah. You need to designate a trigger, and then you use your reaction to use the action. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to... Uh, 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 wild Shape is an action, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah so I will, uh, I'm going to wait and see if she does anything aggressive, and the minute she does, I'm going to transform into an animal, which okay. I will name in a moment. Well, it is her go next. Uh, Artist is going to have to give me a dexterity save. Oh, so that's in the aggressive then? Oh, yes. Okay, then I'm going to transform into... Where's my list of wild sheep options? Uh, oh, he misses. Artist, no! One second, I should Right, more dice for this. As you see, a green beam come out from her finger. Oh! Whoa! Disintegration. Oh, Artist could be dead right here. Well, that's a lot of ones. I think he's a higher level than we are. It's probably got more, more hit yeah, points. Yeah, but a disintegration rate is like 10d6. <laughs> well, if you all roll all ones, it's yeah. not that much. Well, I'm just worried about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many times can she cast that? That's pretty high level. That's like level 6, I think. Oh, higher than that. Level 7? Oh my god, that is a... Okay, that's a... That's definitely outside of our pay grade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tarek eventually got this, but <laughs> it was way down the line. It was way down the line. For 66 force damage. Oh, Jesus. He's still okay. Jesus. Oh, wow. She says, what are you doing here? <laughs> After blasting him? <laughs> With a disintegration oh. spell? So, so she's... Oh, you said force damage, though. Yes. Isn't uh, I thought disintegration was force, I believe. Oh, is it? Okay, sorry. Never mind. Yeah. It just turns you to ash if it like gets you to zero. Yeah, points, but... yeah you see uh, the front of uh, Arsa's armor like kind of like disintegrate. You can actually see like uh, his muscle and tendon oh, mass underneath so the skin. <laughs> uh, it does not look sexy. It looks, he just yeah. reels out in pain. You actually see him for like again that that ice uh, uh, ice veins essence comes yeah. out of his eyes. As he flashes his hand forward, you see his ring glow, and you see this wall of ice come up and surround uh, the entrance to the door of, uh, of Valendra. Oh, okay. oh, wait. Did that trigger my action when she attacked him? Yes, it yeah. Also, I turned into an ape. Yes. So do I get, I get an attack before he seals the door yes. with ice? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, she, will, she will have half cover on this one, because you're shooting into a... Okay, I'm going to spend my inspiration to get advantage. Okay. Well, I should have um, turned into an ape. I should have... She's not next to anybody. I'm an ape. It's pretty good. But that, the, that'll <laughs> that's give you a nice sneak attack as well. So but 16 plus 5 is 21. Not anymore. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so that's uh, 7 on the sneak attack. Oh, wait. You're also a winged ape. D8 for my crossbow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are a winged ape. Short, uh, short crossbow or actual or light crossbow? <laughs> Um, it's a light is it a hand crossbow or is it a light crossbow? Is a D8? Yeah, it's not yeah, a yeah, it's like, it's well, light crossbow. It's, it's, light crossbow. Yeah. it's what I gave uh, Durand with yeah. my starter equipment. Okay, so five plus seven is twelve. Uh, plus three is fifteen piercing. Nice. Fifteen piercing. You see it sink pachink right into her neck, and you actually just see her casually just pull up the air and go, hmm. Oh, <laughs> and drops it. And then the, the wall appears. And, then, and then the wall of ice just comes up. Yeah. And he says, and an artist is or just holding his chest saying, I don't know how long that's going to hold her, but we have to run right now. Okay. As he flies out. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the door. All right. Uh, Dragonbait, now, you now smell. Let's see. Where's his uh, Violet still? He's, he's horrified. He's scared. Yeah. Violet's mm. is scared. Write that down. 
Okay. <laughs> Dragon bait flies out as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alethra, your go. Yeah, I'll uh, move and... I'm, I assume everyone's dashing out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, will, I will move 60 feet uh, out, and I'll have my, uh, I guess, my bow out in case she can fly. <laughs> All right, row. Uh, can I see her through the ice still? Like okay. You can see the outline of her, but you wouldn't be able to right. target her for anything. Right, I wouldn't be able to use like my, my hunter sense. Unfortunately, uh-huh. no. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Just run, 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 run. <laughs> uh, if I get close enough to Artis, I, I'll use a Cure Wounds on him. Okay. Uh, it is... Well, if you want to move and dash, then you... Uh, yeah, oh, true. right, 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 right. Yeah, you don't want to move 30 feet with that. That's uh, true. That's true. Yeah. You okay. can if you want. No, no, I'm double, I'm double moving. Yeah. All right. Uh, Iku's going to hold her action and get ready to assist anyone who needs it. Durand, you see a giant wall of ice have come... Around and sealed off. And your companions uh, are flying out of there. Yeah. Well, crap. Uh, let's beat feet. Yeah, I'm gonna. They're fleeing. I'm gonna turn around and fly away. Um, I'll double. I'll fly and I'll dash as a bonus action, and then I'll turn around and I'll hold my crossbow ready. If she comes out of the uh, uh, the cave, I will shoot at her again. Right. She is going to try and dispel magic on the wall of ice. She does, as you begin to hear ice crumble and just collapse down God. Yeah. to Run. the ground. Uh, Artis uh, is going to dash and have Dragon Bait by his side the entire time as they both dash. Yep. Alethra, it is your go. Uh, yeah, I will uh, continue to fly like a bat out of hell. I will move and dash um, at the end of my... T- oh, I don't know if I can do that. You're flying into uh, the night sky, by the way. Like, yeah, the, moon, I- the moon is up now. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll just uh, fly and dash. Okay. Iku is going to fly over to Artis and do some cure wounds. Uh, that's four, four, eight, thirteen, and eighteen points of healing, which is not much considering how much he just took. He just took. Uh, Duran, it is your go. All right. Um, I will. Hold my position like about eighty feet away from the uh, the mouth of the cave, waiting for like everyone else to get past me, mm-hmm. and I'll keep my crossbow trained on the mouth of the cave, holding my action to shoot her as she appears. Yep. Finquin, you are go. Uh, okay, so I was a flying monkey. I hold my chest and then take off into the air and super fly as fast as possible yeah. away from full the, sixty feet. Yeah. Duran, you see. This high elven woman show up at the doorway. Shoot. Give it up. Critical one. Swang. You're kind of terrified by this. You have this feeling of terror. It's like, oh, she's beautiful and apparently deadly AF. Mm-hmm. Uh, one second. I have to see what the range on some spells are. Oh, Jesus. Because I had a 95 or a 95% chance that she wasn't going to come back and then I rolled 100. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Yay! Just for luck. <laughs> well, that's the rule. We're the exception to the rule, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not the, we're not the rule, we're the exception. Oh, I'd arranged for that, so it's on to the other one then. <laughs> <laughs> Which bad news is it, everybody? Find out. <laughs> Shortly. Oh, perfect. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I get advantage against wisdom saving throws against undead. Nice. Because <laughs> it was my favorite enemy. Uh, you see uh, she raises up a finger 
And she says, the ring will be mine, Artis. As she fires off, you see this black necrotic bolt come out of her finger. And Artis has to give a dexterity save. Uh, plus that is just short. Am I? Uh-oh. Oh. Is he an uh, old person? Nope. No, necrotic. It's oh, oh, another. Oh, that's a lot of ones, though. Uh, two, four, seven. Oh, Artis is going down. <laughs> He's okay. Oh, that's still low. That's uh, 11, 15. Heal better. <laughs> 20, 25, plus 30 is 55. Uh, he has three hit points left. Oh, ah! As he gets hit by finger of death. Oh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Thank you, Iku, for saving my honey. <laughs> uh, Artist just like coughs up, like you can see his flesh, his flesh has turned blue and begins to necrotize almost immediately as he continues to fly forward. You're all going to be out of range, and she's not going to pursue. So I will say combat will end there. Oh my gosh, that was intense. Whew. Once again, we flee from a scary lady. I fly, uh, <laughs> I fly up next to the uh, badly wounded artist, and I'm like, he "Whoa, looks so awful. ex-girlfriend? Yeah. She really wanted a proposal." <laughs> no, I, th- I thought she was dead. How do you, how do you know that terrifyingly beautiful lady? We, we've, we've encountered each other a long, a long time ago. There's, there's some things that I think I, I need to tell you. That, in the morning, we get a chance to rest. The, uh, yeah, I guess we gotta was, find someplace else to finish our sleep. Yeah. So the rig she was talking about is the one you have on your hand right now. And you said, she said, he, he, you seem like kind of coughing, like it's kind of like black oily tar just comes out of his mouth. Oh God! I hand him a healing. Oh, uh, you miss. Yeah, you mess with the lich. Um, I yeah, I hand him one of my healing potions as yeah. well. You can also um, just cast a free cure wounds. Yeah. I um, wanted to use a spell slot. <laughs> no, no, you get your free use of this. Yeah, I'll call him... Uh, your magic initiative. Oh, yeah, magic initiative. I get a free use of, yeah, cure wounds. So I'm going to use that. Kiku's going to heal yeah. up a little... No, that was ones and twos. I can cast... Yeah, you, get, you get 1d8, basically. 1d8, yeah. Plus my... Your my wisdom. Fire, right? my yeah. wisdom. I'll cast a second level... Nope. <sighs> Minimum. <laughs> second level cure wounds on him as well. Okay. So that's uh, 2d8. Okay. Well, we have 2d8 plus your casting modifier. Yeah, which is, or is that per, per uh, is that per you get one per long rest per long rest okay yeah you get one free cure one yeah I'll have to mark it down next so that's time. eight sheets. And my spell casting modifier is uh, wisdom yeah plus four feet so twelve nice he's up to twenty nine you can take one, <laughs> no one good hits. hit <laughs> yeah you can take one good hit from a regular animal <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, who wants to do the survival check to try and find a place to camp for the night? Oh, uh, it's probably me, I think, is it? Survival plus yeah. four? Druid and Ranger, team it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually not trained in, in I'm not trained, trained in survival? You're trained, no. you're trained in survival. No. Oh, no? I'm trained oh. in stealth. I use stealth instead of survival. You, you can do it. You okay. Can do it. Give, uh, give her some guidance. terrible guide. guidance. I think we yeah. have another guide to guide us. Uh, Iku can get a, a, a Well, that was my offset, right? I, I can just throw guidance on everything, so... <laughs> Iku's gonna need it. She yeah. did not roll well. Oh, here it is. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Boom, three. three. Three? Just barely 15. <laughs> uh, she motions, she's actually, she suggests that they stay in the, the canopy of the trees tonight. Okay. As you guys come in, uh, she's like, no fires, no no sign, uh, like, no obvious things tonight. She's like, I have abilities to see through illusions, 
and that undead monstrosity walked in on us. Mm. I, I know a lich when I see one. Mm. Well, thank you, Iku. Once yeah. again, Iku, I owe you my life. She said, well, I... Uh, Artis, are you okay? And he says, uh, if Valendra is, is a lich, then this is surely bad omens. The Wait, she wasn't a lich when you guys were dating? No. We we never dated. We just were associates. That's not the vibe I was getting up there. No, she 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 seeks something that, that I contain, that I hold possession of. <laughs> yeah, I bet she does. Well, uh, he, said he, he said he would tell clean. us in the morning, so why don't we get some sleep now? Uh, um, who wants I'm to, curious now. Who wants to take first watch? You see, I said, well, I should, I should tell you. I, I should tell you right away. The, there are many people and things and organizations looking for me. I, I hold on to something called the Ring of Winter. Oh, that's where you get well, all these things like powers from. Yeah. Yeah. I know that through like bounty hunting. History, yeah, history, history or arcana. Yeah. History or arcana. History okay. free. Okay. Actually, because you're a bounty hunter, advantage on, on your history. Advantage. Check. All right. Uh, I only have twelve on that. Th- Thirteen, sorry, Thirteen on that. Oh yeah, crit twenty. Twenty three yeah. plus my history oh, is twenty four. As, as soon as he says Ring of Winter, yeah. you know the bounty's <laughs> out on this guy. <laughs> I, yeah, Rose starts actually kind of chuckling to herself. Like <laughs> the Zents are looking for him. Yeah, the Harpers are looking for him. Uh, the Thaeans are looking for him. Uh, anybody. Who knows about the ring? Like frost, like many factions of giants uh-huh. are looking for him. Yeah, uh, frost giants in particular believe that the ring brings on their their god to come into power. Right. Uh, he is a <laughs> sought after man right. for a ring that can cause eternal winter across the globe. <laughs> oh, that was his temporary uh, uh, effect. So yeah, I, I I haven't said any of this out loud. I just started laughing, kind of like. Mani- well, not maniacally, but just like nervously and with that nervous energy, and I just look, I just shake my head, rub my eyes, and I, uh, looking kind of wide-eyed at artists, uh, you don't keep much of a low profile for for, for considering how dangerous uh, an item you have on you. Well, that's why I've been in the jungle for the most part. You you were here hiding. Hiding and, and searching. I've been trying to find my wife. Oh, your 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 wife. Your wife? <laughs> oh, is <Durand> like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, kid. Uh, yeah, that, that's all I say. I'm waiting for a response. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he says, "I may not look it, but I'm probably as old as Iku or as old as Valinda is." The the ring gives you eternal life. Oh, oh, oh. Wife? <laughs> yes, yeah, she, she... Eternal wife? <laughs> what was that? She she is my wife for all eternity. I'm trying to find a way to, to bring Mesro back so that she may return. Your 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 wife was in Me- Mesro when it disappeared? Yes, my wife, Alessandra. Oh. You actually, you actually have notes on Alessandra. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Way back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I believe she will be considered one of the beret. Oh, holy fuck. Um, what was the beret? Yeah, the, the, oh, I do. Oh my god, she is in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was one of the berets with um, 
Raznisi. The Berets were the seven swarm protectors of Mazro. Oh, okay. Uh, along with uh, Kualu Dalmas Ray Burton, uh, Alessandra Ray Burton also. So that was the last name. They were they were siblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I recall correctly, uh, Maniv Fipia and Raz Nisi was the final beret. Uh, that was that was. <laughs> she she was one of the berets with Raz Nisi. Yeah, she she was. She in fact she assumed control of the beret after Raz Nisi fell and rejected uh, rejected uh, redemption. I was I was there when the when the battle at Mazro happened. And I've been trying to get them back ever since. I, I, I had no idea. So you're like over a hundred years old. He's over three hundred years old, Rand. Whoa, that's a lot. I've I've known Valendra from hundreds of years ago when she was just a just a moon elf studying at the Arcane Brotherhood. But the last I heard is that there was a cataclysmic explosion when she was in Thay and. Uh, I guess she has litified herself, or thrown in with the Thanes, maybe. I, th- I thought she had died hundreds of years ago. Thanes are an awful threat on the Sword Coast. Says, so we well, have an alliance for now. Well, if, her, if what you say of the Soulmonger is true, the Thanes probably are suffering the most from the Soulmonger. So wait, is your wife immortal too? As long as she stays with some, inside Mesro, then yes crazy long-distance relationship. I'm trying to make it sh- make the distance shorter and shorter. <coughs> <laughs> God, drink your potions, man. Well, th- thank you for telling us, artists. I hope you find your wife. I hope we can help you find your wife. What's a beret, anyway? Uh, well, it was a guardian of Mesro. Uh, that, that was the, the, their title. They got special powers inside the city. I thought it was a funny, flat-looking hat. <laughs> it's a hominin. <laughs> he says, I, I apologize for putting you in, in danger. This was... I shouldn't have stuck my neck out. I shouldn't have... I shouldn't have gone along on, on this quest. I, I dis- have to disagree with you there, artist. If, if you hadn't been there, we wouldn't have been able to escape. Yes, and you also would not have... What I imagine is Valindra is a very <coughs> shrewd and calculating arcane practitioner. I, I imagine she's contemplating a plan to pursue us right now, but she will she will take her time. She knows she can take her time with me. I'm I'm not going anywhere soon. Well, at least we know what's coming after us now, and uh, well, hopefully we'll still have these wings if she does. <laughs> Says the the one the one bonus is that the ring does make me immune to any. Divination or scrying magic. She won't find me, but she'll definitely be looking for the rest of you, I think. She'll be able to track us through those. Well, actually, I don't know that, but never mind. Um. <laughs> 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 see, Eku turns away and slaps you in the, in the shoulder. Mm. Ow! What was that for? Like, you have to get rid of those books. But they're so valuable. What's worth more, money? Or having your eternal soul ripped slowly out of your body. Uh, I pat Durand on the on the shoulder. Don't worry, buddy. There are other priceless objects. You mean objects. not having that happen, right? Yes. That, Come on. Oh. That's the best case scenario. 
But you have books, Durant? Yeah, I took some of the most expensive-looking books. I thought we could sell them when we get back to town. There are other priceless things you can get your hands on. So now, this is our life. This is this is our lives. We're talking. Oh, uh, I pull one out of the bag. I'm like, did you already read this one? In fact, you have already read that. One. Uh, yes, <laughs> did I, you I read, read this one? Have I read that one? Yes, you, you actually the, pull the third one. Did you read this one? The, all three of the ones you've, you've previously read. I think I've, I've extracted all the possible value out of them. Correct. Yes. So you yeah, don't need yeah, these right. anymore. I guess not. All right, Durand uh, puts them in the sack that he had them in. Twirls it around his head and flings it into the jungle. You hear just kind of like branches breaking. <laughs> Wait, can you? Uh, Damn, can, I think can I hit you summon animals yet? No, no, not yet. Level okay. five. I was gonna. All right. You see, artists say, "Well, well, it's rest up for now, and we have to discuss tomorrow because it may be safer if I part ways with the group." No. And we're going to call it there. Ooh. Dragon Bait! <laughs> okay, the Dragon Bait stays with us. Yeah. <laughs>